Beth. What's that, Dave? Can't you feel it? The summer solstice. <laughs> Is that today? I believe it's today. I didn't Isn't know. Today, that. the first day of summer. Okay. Some yeah, the summer solstice is uh, the first day of summer. The winter solstice is the first day of spring, and so it's and the longest the, day of the year. Exactly. Mm. I'm not sure if it's 3 a.m. or 3 p.m. today. It, it either just arrived or it's arriving this afternoon. It's kind of flexible on 21st, 22nd, but today's 21st, right? It is. First day of summer. It's fabulous. Fabulous. And yesterday, last night, I should say, some serious thunderstorms up here. Mm-hmm. Hail. All kinds of crazy stuff going on. It's the way to bring in summer. Dark Side Dave. Yep. Does this mean it's culottes every day from now on? <laughs> or will we ever see you in a pair of long pants like an adult again? Uh, I don't know. Until the weather gets a little cooler. I don't think so, man. <laughs> but, but what about the boy? He just grew up thinking his dad's wearing a skirt. Oh, man. I ran into somebody at the gas station yesterday wearing the exact same pair as I was, and we kind of we bonded. We kind of connected, you know? He probably <laughs> takes the same flack that you do. Yeah, I think he did. That's why we had a little connection going on. Didn't they used to uh, call them gauchos also? <laughs> gauchos. Or, or... Yeah, we don't have to wear the hat. <laughs> What's the skirt? Isn't that... <laughs> The skirt shorts. <laughs> that is the skirt right there. <laughs> bring back, Doris, I bring back the skirt. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a skirt short. It's yeah. a skirt. It's a good look. <laughs> yeah, I think Jerry Seinfeld's father invented it. Right after he invented the beltless trench coat. I'm telling you, it works. <laughs> he invented the skirt, man. No, I don't know. You're not drinking your own pee for the kid. I mean, <laughs> now don't look at me. I just, I, 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 well, then again, I should shut up. Because I was say, you know, isn't there certain things? Aren't you going to start checking yourself and saying, don't really want him to remember me wearing skorts and all the pictures they see me in with some sort of culotte thing on? You know, Dad, what were you wearing? But I guess I'm not the one to talk, right? No, <laughs> not really. There are pictures, pictures of me with Jesse, like two years old, full makeup and hair, well, like, and Suzette. Family shot. Maybe you can just say, learn from my mistakes. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Don't do as I do. Do as I say. Nick, it's summer. That's right. It's officially summer. You Mandals know what that in means. full effect. Mandals are ready. Yeah. Oh Get a couple God. different pairs. I know you have two pair of mandals now. Yeah. And uh, the ladies will be feeling it this summer, too. The mandal? No, you know what they're going to be feeling. Oh, the ladies. <laughs> Is that a flea? Yeah. <laughs> I just got stung by Nick Lentino. <laughs> Those, I'm, come on, I'm begging you, man. The, the, the mandal, sandal thingy. You know, we complained about the one pair. Now you got two pair. Yeah. You're in the office. Your feet are actually trying to escape from the <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I noticed, though, that you did clean up your toes a little bit, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, they look oh, pretty good. Looks like I carried away, but yeah, I noticed that yesterday, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you the toes are leaving. Yeah. They climb, they're like, it's like a snail coming out of its shell. <laughs> they're it, curled over the front. Of the sh- of the shoe moving yeah. forward, it just puts out feelers to see if the surface is okay. <laughs> <laughs> pulls back in and the foot takes a step forward. Yeah, it kind of does happen like that. 
<laughs> kind of. <laughs> All right, Sean's choice this morning. Yeah, Alien Ant Farm. Mm-hmm. This is uh, you, you, obviously you had a little conference with Beth on this one. All right, <laughs> yeah. let's see what Sean's got in store for us on Radio One Hundred Four. Dave Snyder Radio, Radio 104, did not realize that Michael Jackson was that heavy. I said the same same thing at the end when you hear that yelping. I don't know what you call it. Well, that was the patented Michael Jackson yelp. But, (laughs) Nick, you know the yelp. You've done your own yelping in your time. (laughs) That's right. Matter of fact, I think I know how the yelp was created. Dark side. Probably discovered the yelp much the same way you discovered it. Oh, no. <laughs> Doc B. Maybe Doc B is responsible. <laughs> Doc B is Michael Jackson's proctologist. <laughs> and we didn't even know it. <laughs> uh, alien Ant Farm. I don't know. That wasn't too bad, actually. Dark, is that what you think? It's got a good groove Come on. to it. Yeah, it's got a good groove to it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on him. It was alright. Yeah, I didn't care. I want you know, I never really listened to a song when Michael Jackson did it. Thanks, Darkseid. But it was kind of, it was kind of cool. Thanks, Darkseid. It was far and away, far and away, not your worst choice ever. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, like half-assed compliments. I know. <laughs> I didn't, didn't blow too bad like you usually do. Not as bad as I expected your choice to be. <laughs> not like you usually suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta clear my message board here. It's this docky punch sticking me in the face right here. <laughs> uh, that joke never yeah. gets old for you guys. <laughs> in any context. <laughs> Don't you know the the child mind really enjoys the dirty <laughs> joke that no one knows? The dirty, you know, and this is this is this is you know. Sphincter says what? <laughs> you know, it's that kind of stuff. Sphincter says what? Yeah, I called him a sphincter. Um, <laughs> went home yesterday to help Suzette out. Um, much construction going on in the house. And she's losing her mind in the yard. And could not believe the scene going on in my yard when I got there. they I must have been about 50 Mexicans there. <laughs> it was <laughs> there were so many crews of people on my on my property, and not that it's a small piece of property, but it's not that huge that you know you couldn't that 50 Mexicans fit <laughs> comfortably on the property. <laughs> and everybody now, I know you guys aren't doing haven't done any construction, but people who are doing construction, I don't know if it's the same up here in Connecticut, but on Long Island. Everybody uses Mexican help. Um, I don't know when this started, this trend, and certainly they're fine workers. I don't know. I haven't had much landscaping done at my apartment. No, I, you know, I know you guys <laughs> I, have, I but know. there are people who are listening yeah. who have construction work. Not everybody is under 30 years old who listens to this show. I mean, some people have had work done in the house. Is, and is there, but you're a news person. They know that the uh, illegal immigrants working for free, waiting on the side of the road for work and stuff like that. Isn't mm-hmm. that a, uh, uh, is that a, a national problem, not just regional? Or I no, think it is. Well, Nick, you were a landscaper. Did you work with any people from Mexico? No, I worked with guys who collected poker machines around the Springfield area. Now, the mob. See, when I used to, now, see, now, what, all right, you're much younger than me, so when mm-hmm. did you actually do landscaping last? 
Uh, I did it through college, from my senior year in high school, which was 92 through 96, 97 was my last year in landscaping. Okay, I used to, back in my day, when I was Nick's age, uh, we saw I used to landscape too, and that's what musicians did. I don't know about you, Dark Side, but that was one of the things, if you had long hair, you could get away with doing it, didn't matter how you looked, <laughs> and you could mow along. You know, you push a lawnmower, no biggie. But now I see all the crews, at least on Long Island, are, well, I don't know if they're all Mexicans, because uh, because I definitely know there's, you know, South Americans in there as well, but they're definitely, does that make them Hispanic? Are Mexicans considered Hispanic, Beth? Uh, Anybody who's, don't, don't. they're Latinos? I don't know. I want to give a, a, a term that would uh, brown-skinned people. Well, I don't know if you want to go with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How do you I go with Hispanic. Hispanic. I go with Hispanic. Yeah. Hispanic, there's no more rock and rollers doing that anymore. It used to always be like a rock and roll gig. At least when, you know, when I was growing up, and look at Nick, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the rich kid trying to pick up a couple of bucks on the side kind of thing. Or Daddy won't pay the bills anymore. Ha <laughs> <When did> ha! <they laughs> That's when he thought he wasn't going to pay the bills anymore. <laughs> but I know, credit where credit's due. You were working, but now it's it's all Hispanics. And I just thought I, was, I don't know if that's an issue up here. But when back home, the scene is outrageous. There were so many crews of people, and everything was being dug up and torn up. It is so straight out of the money pit. All right, that you can identify with. You've seen the money pit, right, Beth? Yes. Remember the scene where. You know the crews arriving, and there's we were just a couple a couple of uh, of dwarfs short of the money pit. You know the bikers were arriving, and the people in the doom buggies. I mean, it's just like pandemonium, pandemonium. And I don't know how they tell who's playing for what team. Not to say that everybody looks the same, but they're all essentially dressed the same. Everybody, you know, and they're just like all over the place. How do you know who's working for you? Or you just sort of, because there was about four or five different crews there. So they're all they were, working for you though, right? They're not just hanging out. No, no, everybody's working yeah. their asses off. But I, I, but Suzette's been like pulling her hair out. So I said, I have to go back home and give her a little, I don't know, a little support. That's kind of a handful to, ha you know, to deal with. And then, you know, I've got my MILF walking around there bringing out iced tea and stuff. I'm going, oh, oh boy. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that. Because mm. those guys, they get paid like a nickel an hour. So They do not. I'm sure, D, that you're paying them more than a nickel an I'm hour. I'm not paying them. D's not, no, I'm not paying them. No, you hire. No, you, what you do is you hire. I mean, I hired, you know, um, a guy to do. No, but I mean, you're certainly paying the company more than it would cost oh a nickel an hour, yeah. See, so yeah, I'm paying through the nose. Yeah. I don't know what they're paying. Sure, though, that's how they make money. <laughs> because, I because what they do is, apparently, they have like these pickup spots where, mm -hmm. they, where they all hang out. <laughs> it's day labor. What? What's up for? What about you? I don't understand what makes you laugh sometimes. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that. <laughs> These guys are all just, you're right, they're sitting on the side of the road like at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And yeah, well, for, first of all, credit where credit's due. They're looking for work, okay? Yeah. Unlike some people, in, no, no, you work your ass off. But they're looking for work, okay? So uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And yeah, but they, there's these, these sort of meeting spots. Is that up here too in Connecticut? That's my question. Is the same thing I don't, going on up here? I have no idea. I've seen it on TV, but I don't, you know, on cop shows. But I've I've no idea what's <laughs> going on. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. There's one in New well, Britain I know of. 
There is? Yeah, there's a, I forgot what they call it, but it's like a day labor thing. Yeah, everybody just like mm -hmm. all the people hang out in front of that They place. wait there, yeah. and then the contractor will pull up, and he'll cut a deal yeah. with the guys. He'll pick up a crew there, and they'll wait every day. Again, to their credit, you know, willing to, to bust their ass. And, you know, and you're right about one thing. I'm pretty sure they're not getting union wages <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sitting on the side of the road with, you know, with 40 other guys trying to get, a, you know, trying to make a buck. You know what I mean? So they're, they're probably not being paid top dollar. No. But you said <laughs> you got it up here in New Britain. Because yeah. it definitely used to be very much down south. And I don't say down south, but the Midwest. I would see it when I was on tour. But it, I didn't see it this far north but now it's it's up here i, I mean it's, it gets actually very political Beth. because if mm -hmm. you've been paying attention to the newspapers apparently you know mexico they've got their their new president he's assigned this this half gringo to be like sort of an ambassador for just that issue because there's so many mexican people working in america that they need some kind of representation and half gringo is that yeah that's what they call him is that right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They call him the Green Gringo's American, white guy. Okay, he's this. This guy is is actually, I don't know his name. You don't know about this guy? There was a whole big piece on him on like a twenty twenty. He's actually an American Mexican. His mom was Mexican. His dad was American, and he was born here, but then moved to Mexico and, and lived there his whole life. And he was blonde haired, blue eyed. So he took a lot of crap. They called him the, the Gringo. Okay. You never heard of Gringo? Yeah, what I am have. I talking? What am I, I speaking have a foreign heard, language here? I've heard of the term. I just don't know. I didn't know, you know that it was PC. I, I don't know. Well, it's pointed at us. So I guess I can, my, uh, yeah. since I'm a Gringo and we're crackers, too, I guess we're allowed to say it. <laughs> it's like, you know, like Mudbone yesterday using the N-word. Yeah, which... We can use the, we can um, use the C-word whenever we want. I don't know if he should have been doing that anyway, but... <laughs> That's well, another story. Program director felt that was a tad over the line. I said, well, <laughs> Mudbone's a loose cannon... <laughs> and and he is a brother, and yeah, oh my, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him, don't use that word. Guy's packing heat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's packing heat. The dark side fears for his life every time they record. Dark side, <laughs> like, would you mind doing another take, Mister Mudbone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Then Mudbone gives him the, the lazy eye, <laughs> and then says, you know, like the Snoop Dogg look on his face, and he goes, and says, okay, Whitey. Sometimes he calls him Whitey. Remember he called you Whitey that time? Uh, he calls me Whitey all the time. <laughs> what, are you kidding me? <laughs> he calls you a lot of things. Yeah, he does. He calls you Darky. That's the funny yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, who's on the phone? Let's see if anybody good can help me out with this because I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm talking to aliens here or something like that. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Eric, the porta potty man, has insight on Mexican workers. Okay, this should be good. Hey, Eric, good morning. Hey, morning, 104. How's it going? How you uh, doing, man? Not too bad, bro. I uh, I drive a truck for a uh, sanitation company do, going to construction sites and nurseries all over the place in Connecticut. And uh, they do, they shuttle these these uh, Hispanics in. I, I don't really know where, they, where they're coming from, but they bring them in like, you know, 40, 50 at a clip. And I'm talking about <laughs> there's hundreds of nurseries all over Connecticut, and they got them working like crazy these guys yeah. do work like nuts i go there five in the morning or five at night these guys are still picking berries yeah no kid no kid i mean i don't know about the berry picking eric thank you <laughs> but uh true. work their asses off yeah there are tons you know, of uh farms in connecticut the tobacco farms and everything so 
Especially in that uh, tobacco farms. Yeah, yeah there's uh, tobacco farms. Oh yeah, there are tons of them. You know that area where you go to the uh, Cracker Barrel up there in East Windsor? The Tobacco Valley, they call it. Yeah, well, they only grow. Are you the, serious? Uh, you guys are pulling my leg? No, no in that big area. The yeah. climate here is conducive to grow the wrappers. They grow the the wrappers for the uh, cigars here. I didn't know that. Not the insides. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I, the uh, Summers, East Windsor, Windsor, Ellington area. They're all farms When you there. drive to the airport and you see on the side of 91 those big, they look like long barns. There's tobacco yeah. hanging in those. I, d- yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yet something else about Connecticut I didn't know. <laughs> Governor Rowland, there's so many things you can be talking about on those commercials. You know what really pisses me off, though? What really pisses me off, and I mean this honestly, is when people talk excrement about immigrants, you know, taking their jobs and, you know, make comments about, you know, all the the Middle Eastern people in 7-Elevens and things like that. These people are busting their ass. But what the porta potty man just said was true. I mean, these guys working 12 hours. You know, they're not sitting on their ass. They're trying to make money. You know what I mean? And I say, and I say, you know, it wasn't that long ago that my relatives and your relatives, well, Beth, your relatives came over on the Mayflower for God's no, sake. No, they didn't. But but Nick's relatives were in the same position. You know, coming to a new country, trying to make a life for themselves, working for nothing, and busting their ass. That's how you do it here. And instead of, like, you know, looking down on them or being disrespectful to them, you should, you should respect that. They're just trying to make it happen. And they're not just sitting around taking money from the government or taking money from the state like mm-hmm. many people are doing. You know what I'm saying? You know, it just, it just bothers me when people start making you know, comments about this stuff. Because I know my that my, you know relatives were just trying to make their way or dark side days for that matter they're still just trying to make their way <laughs> matter of fact you go down to new britain there's like 40 mexicans and and like one of dark side's relatives right there on the side but they're, but they're willing to work you know we'll work for food dark side's relatives have a sign they pass down from generation to generation <laughs> <laughs> we'll work for food. Supposed to yours, we'll sodomize for money. Nick has his own sign. Maybe they could be the morning show producer in Hartford. They just don't know about that. <laughs> oh, wait, but what, Tony disagrees with me? Tony, what do you disagree with? Uh, you know what? I, I think if these people are supposed to be here and they've got all the documentation, great. But if they're not and we know they're here, shame on us because they are taking our job. Worse than that, they're probably not paying any taxes. They're probably not putting into any health care or medical care. They're not doing anything for the community or for the state. They're just collecting money, sending it wherever it is they go, Mexico or wherever. We don't see any of that money. We don't see any of the good of that. Basically, they're just feeding off us. All right, now let me ask you a question. So um, I mean, are you, you, um, do you think, I don't know what the answer is here, but I I mean, but, but you may be right on that front. Do you think that all the guys who were hanging out there working are illegal, uh, or Ill- what do they call them, illegal aliens, Beth? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure some of them are. If they're okay, not, go- God bless them, and they're going out earning a living. You know, I got nothing but respect for them, <laughs> but if they are, you know, and shame on us for letting them take the jobs, because we should yeah, be well, working instead of complaining. Well, that's a different, but that is a different story, because, because that is a different story, because we're all paying our taxes and stuff like that. So I'm assuming 
people who are hardworking, trying to make a living, and are legally here and what have you, Tony. Okay, I mean, point taken. If and that goes for anybody, you know. I mean, that's the problem with, you know, Nike having sneakers made in, you know, in Taiwan or something like that, where there there are no unions and they're paying a pen paying nothing for them and it is taking jobs for americans but but the fact of the matter is if i'm just talking about if they're legally here and they work and they're just trying to make a living you got to respect that when you say beth definitely i mean look at nick just trying to <laughs> look get at by nick. just trying to get by that's why he's selling his furniture Certainly. trying to make ends meet believes in what he's doing working hard putting in the hours sure he shows up at the last minute once in a while but that's you know that's because he's out up so late Mm-hmm. And now he's having the big, the big um, tag sale. When is that tag sale going to happen, Nick? Uh, it's looking like Tuesday afternoon. Do you have the website up yet? Uh, no, it'll be up today. What's it going to be call- called? I don't know. I still, it's not going to take them long to put up the site, so I'm still pondering. Do you have so many names? Yeah, no. Just run down the list of the many different names that we've given you over time, and there's got to be one of those catchy phrases. <laughs> Nightlife. <laughs> I think it's yep. going to be Ronzoni Pony. Ronzoni Pony? Online.com. Okay. Yeah, it'll probably be, it won't be up there long enough for you to be sued by Ronzoni. <laughs> you know, Ronzoni, it'll be up and down. Ronzoni Pony Online.com. Yeah. I don't think that's, that's a, taken. That, that's a, yeah, that's a long, that's a Ronzoni Pony Online.com. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a mouthful, Nick. Yeah. I don't know. You might want to read th- maybe through that. Like, see, Flounder. Now your name is Flounder. Flounderonline.com. Retard. <laughs> Retardonline.com. Yeah. See, there's all kinds of things there that you could use. Yeah, uh, you think about that. I'll think about it for the end of the show. We'll talk about that some more later on. A lot of people are on the phone. Uh, well, I already talked to Tony, but Dan, the bricklayer, says that the Mexicans are the best workers. They're hard workers. No doubt about that. And I'm not saying that, you know, that we aren't. I'm just, you know, we meaning, like... Amer- you know, reg- we wouldn't call them Native Americans, but you call them American-born people, people born here in the United States. But uh, they're busting their ass, that's for sure. And uh, Don from Naugatuck saying that corporate America takes advantage. Well, I think that's what I think that's what Tony was saying that you know, if people are hiring illegal immigrants, not paying them properly, and then you know, no taxes are being paid and things like that aren't that that's wrong certainly is i'm assuming that everybody working on my job site who i didn't hire is legally here okay we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back and uh let's see we've got our recap from yesterday's show oh see quick title to the point know what you're talking about nick dark sides backside okay you know what he's talking about right beth i think so I think you know where I think you know we're going with this. So stick around for more D Snyder Radio. The recap is next. This is Radio 104. We've got a problem there. It needs to be cleaned out. Hey, D, what's up, man? This is Mike Lestay. Good morning, sunshine. My peeps are here. What is that? D, 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 Snyder. I'm in your corner. I can see that. Radio 104. Now back to D Snyder Radio. Did I say that? Yes, you said that. Radio 104. Tomorrow on D Snyder Radio, Mick Foley, WWF superstar Mick Foley will be joining us in studio. He'll be getting here about 8 o'clock, so unfortunately a lot of you morning listeners won't be able to check him out. Maybe we'll have some recap action for you on Monday. 
from that uh, hang. But he's in town. He's going to be at Walmart tomorrow night, 6 to 8 p.m., signing his best-selling book, Foley is Good, or Mick Foley is Good, whichever it is. Okay, so, and if you can, tune in later in the show. You know, bring a Walkman with you to work or something like that. Uh, makes a lot of fun. Hey, and today, all day, every hour, D-Day invitations will be given away. And we will be doing the same. As a matter of fact, after the recap, I think we should hit them, Nick, because uh, we're probably going to miss it if we wait for the, right? We should have the 6 o'clock hour? Sure. That would be an hour, right? Yeah. And then the 7 o'clock hour. So uh, after the recap, we'll give away a pair of invitations. For D-Day 2, June 29th, that's next Friday, at Six Flags, New England in Agawam, Mass. Right now, let's do a traffic update, and then we'll get into the recap from yesterday's show. Psycho Dan. This traffic report is brought to you by Fruit 2.0 by Very Fine. Pretty quiet out there. Only one small problem. On Route 2 East, we had a crash just before Exit 5. I believe that has been cleared off to the side now, so you'll just slow down just a bit as you pass by it. I'm 84 East and West, both okay right now. 91 North and South up into Hartford look good. Traveling on 91 South into New Haven, no uh, problems there. 95 South is also delay-free, and Route 8 looks pretty good right now down in Water at 6.45, I'm cycled in with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. All right, it's entitled Dark Side's Backside, and it happened yesterday on D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. Time now for a little Ask D. Snyder Radio. Well, this first one is to you, D, but I think we can call upon the expertise of all the gentlemen here on the show. Please do. When girl from Watertown, known as number two, asks... I can't tell you why I want to know this, but I'm curious. Can you skid mark boxer shorts? Wow. Wow. Does number two work for? Um, I'm not sure who number two works for. Uh, I'm, I'm a briefs man, and uh, I was never a boxer man. In my day, in my, you have to understand, I come from a different time, guys. In my day, boxers was for dads. My dad wore boxers. It's kind of like, it's weird how that goes. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm being a little observational about it. You know, kids like, oh man, my dad would walk around in his box. He'd come home from work. It'd be like, shirt off. You know, wife beater. Drop trowel. Right oh, there in the living room. Like, fold them. Shoes, loafers, and boxers crash down on the couch. Cool. I'm old school. And nap. That's awesome. <laughs> like, what's up with, right? That's the way I do it. That's the way you do it? Yeah, well, sometimes I'll leave the shirt on, depending on if there's people around, but I don't care, dude. Ask any of my friends. Boxers. Uh, right, well, that's... It's all so, good. So, I mean, I think, you know, and my people, my generation, we like, oh, man, boxers, they're dads, you know? So we went with the, we went with the briefs. And, of course, briefs, because they're closer to the action, they definitely... They can get skid marked. Yeah, I think she knows that you can do it to briefs. But well, I don't have that problem now, at all, ever, anymore. The only reason I know this is because we've done the round table. Dark side, you're boxers, right? But now all you yeah. guys wear, you guys now, you've seen your dads wearing the briefs, and you say, oh, no freaking way. Mm -hmm. Oh, your dad was the one of the boxers. Was he no, boxers? no, he was uh, the tidy whiteies. Okay, there you go. See? Yeah. Yeah. I don't wear white. I wear Calvin Klein blacks. Oh. Low well, rise. See, the black hides the skids. Now, sure, if there were some, right. yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, you won't. You don't know if there is some because it hides them. Fabulous. Well, camouflage is great. Right on. So does camouflage underwear, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had a problem remains. with. No, there's. Um, I mean, I don't know for some people, but uh, I've never, literally, never had a. So you'd have to have a pair of pants that would pull the boxes into the crack. I, well, no, I get the occasional like you know uh, pull wedgie? up a wedgie type of thing, but and believe it or not, with the amount of gas that I, I pass forth, um, never once had Can't because that's atomized. Kind of that's atomized mark. duty right there. It's like that, an put it in atomized. I've done it. Skid marks? Skid marks on boxers? Sure. Yeah, but Nick, you yeah, you have had it all come out. You took a dump in your pants. Uh, I mean, okay. You're including that? That's so. more than a skid mark. That's, that's yeah. like a head-on collision. <laughs> Farts don't have lumps, okay? It's <laughs> <laughs> got lumps. You just crap your Actually, pants. I went back to, uh, I used to wear boxers, then I was into boxers briefs, and then I found some Cool. I'm into briefs now. I'm wearing briefs. Welcome to the fall. <laughs> it's awesome, D. Welcome to the fall. First day, I was a little bit uncomfortable, Beth. I got some polo briefs yeah. and some Tommy Hilfiger briefs. These aren't big old BVDs or something up to your nipples and right, stuff. Right. They're Calvin no, Klein's. Yeah, they're nice. They're like, they keep everything right there together. It makes you feel kind of good. Like because I rarely wear underwear, and when I do, it's usually something unusual. Wow, so you're wearing briefs now. Yeah, but, but you do have the skid mark problem? With the briefs, so far, I, I've had a good couple days. Now, other than your nose, Sean, do you have any skid marks in, in your underwear? <laughs> no, well, I wear the black boxer briefs, so I've never really noticed. Oh, yeah. He's got the ultimate Enough. protection. Enough. God, I oh yeah, having an image of what all of you guys are yeah. under your Enough pants. for me, but Darkside can sit there and talk about his dirty ass. Yeah, but I don't have skid marks. Yeah, he has seniority. Yeah, I think he's lying. I don't think he's never had them. Oh, he's done. Oh, no, I've had them before, but not with boxers. Yeah. Uh, the, the crotch will wear out before I get any kind of skid marks. Darkside, you pick your ass all the time. D, hold me. <laughs> the crotch wears out. You never had that happen? Acid oh, burn? No. <laughs> you never had that happen, man? Oh, <laughs> it just wears out. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh. No one, no one's going on down there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay. He, he does pick his ass all day long. All right, next question. No, right. <laughs> oh, oh, you were so producer-like there. I'm trying to... I think I'll go with this one. Hi, Dee. I've heard you use the term MILF a couple of times recently. What exactly does it mean? Thanks, Bill G. Oh, you obviously... You throw that around a lot. Yeah, you haven't seen American Pie, have you, Bill G? Because that's where I first heard the term MILF. And since I live with one, uh, married to one, I, I've sort of picked it up. It's become a standard. Does everybody here know what a MILF is? Mm-hmm. You mm -hmm. can't say the whole thing on the radio. You know what a MILF is? Nope. Well, it's abbreviation. It stands for Mother I'd Like to F. Mm, I like that. So it's, you know, it describes uh, moms, people who have children. And it's used usually by younger guys. Because usually, in many cases, it's sort of younger guys, single guys view, you know, women who have children as past their prime. But then when you see, uh, you know... A Suzette? Yeah, okay. For whatever. <laughs> if, 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 you, if you insist, uh, you know, you you know, these younger guys say, well, you know, there's a MILF. You know, so... Does that kind of freak out your kids when 
their friends say, ah, your mom's really hot. Um, yes. Shane, Jesse, yeah. Jesse gets, uh, he's had issues, you know, because uh, when she used to go to elementary school during the Wayne's World days, there was a lot of schwing going uh, on. <laughs> schwing! When she would walk down the hallway. Schwing! Schwing! Yeah. yeah, guys would schwing and do the move, <laughs> and Jesse oh, would man. freak out. Schwing! This is like kids in elementary, sixth graders going swing to your mom and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it, it, he kind of gets upset by it. When, or when, you know, guys on the football team are talking about which of the moms out there were the hottest and stuff like that. Uh, the other one was back when Jesse's old school. I tell you, Wesley Walker from the New York Jets. Uh -huh. His... Uh, uh, he, his wife was really attractive, and so that they, my wife and his wife were voted the hottest moms. You know, oh, but they used to upset her. But they used to upset him. <laughs> Doesn't bother Suzette. Yeah, I, I think she thinks it's flattering. Sure. That some you know horny young kid is getting off to how she looks. I don't know, but but uh, you know, it's, it's, but yeah, that's, it's, it does bother my kids a bit. Okay, well that's it for SD. Now you know what MILF stands for. And uh, it, it apparently stands for something wholly different in Sean's world. It's men I'd like to fillet. <laughs> it's a very different meaning in Sean's world. See, we're back. Sean takes it well, actually. Mm -hmm. He does. That's Dark Side Dave. You'd freak out if we started making those jokes about you all the time. No, I think Dark Side Dave takes it well, too. I, I handle it a lot yeah. better than Sean, I think. We've never... We've never made any kind of, uh, well, you know, we've never alluded that you might play for the other team. I guess we have. Oh, have you've we? done it plenty of yeah. times. I mean, granted, there, granted, there's not as much to go on with me. Look, I have, I have a kid, for God's sakes. I'm pretty sure I'm safe. So it could be a beard. Could be <laughs> yeah, See, is. he just laughs. He doesn't care. <laughs> Maybe I haven't come out yet. No, you're right. See? <laughs> that's his typical reaction. Yeah, dude, I don't care. It's all I, I know the truth, so that's fine. It's all good? Yeah, it's all, all right. good. <laughs> uh, it's, it's all good. Thank God you stopped saying that. Okay, here's here's the deal. News is coming up next. And Beth Lott... Oh, no, 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 it's not news. Sorry. It's the d Sider Radio Family Feud Special Edition that we've been teasing for two weeks. And I am so ready. Got a new sex, men's sex survey... If I remember, I think I won the last men's sex survey few. Yeah, it's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> you did win. You did win. It's just, you know, you, it was surprised. You know men pretty well, I guess. I don't mean that in any kind of... No, I know. I don't mean in the biblical sense, Beth. When I say no, I mean you're just... You're in tune. You seem to uh, picked up and been aware, and you kind of see how you kind of get how they work. Especially, I guess, hanging around here it helps. Well, some things about <laughs> you guys are really easy to read. I know we are really <laughs> just your basic instincts. Yeah, we are kind of dumb. When it comes kind of an open book. I know. You see that guys are playing us. We got to be tougher. They're playing Nick. That they, they play you. Always. <clears throat> they see you coming. Yeah. Often. <laughs> and way too soon. Um, okay, hey, D-Day 2. Is, we're going to get to that in a minute, all right? D-Day 2 is coming. Next Friday, June 29th, is the big day. It's the second anniversary of D-Snyder Radio. And we are celebrating, as we will each year. Why celebrate? Because quite honestly, nobody would believe it. 
that I'd make it this far. Uh, I mean, as I told you, Nick, I, I don't know how many months we're going with every day. I'd walk in and he'd go, there he is. <laughs> All nervous and everything, sweating it out. Like one day I wasn't just not going to show up for some reason. <laughs> and there are people who are doubters. Country. Excuse me. Yes. Uh, other stations around who just said it'll never work, and uh, of course it has, and will continue to work, and uh, and that's just because I was I I was born to do this, Beth. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, this was just uh, this was the way it was supposed to be, and me and a microphone, we've got a romance going on. We got a thing going on. All right, me and the microphone. I want to recover that. Me and microphone. Yeah. Okay. What is it about a phallic-shaped thing in front of my mouth all day long that I like so much? <laughs> God only knows. Maybe that's why I dress like a woman. All right. Anyway, the big show is happening at Six Flags New England in Agawa, Massachusetts, broadcasting live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. But in honor of D-Day, Radio 104 will be broadcasting all day long from Six Flags. We've got a special coupon, $10.04. People, do you realize what a great deal this is? If you don't, think about it. Call Six Flags, ask them what the admission fee price is, regular admission price. Can we find out what it is? Because I know it's 30 something dollars. I was there last year. Yeah, okay. 32 36 So you're talking about $25 per ticket savings. If you were thinking about having a day out at, at Six Flags, Forget about if you're interested in D-Day at all. Just go. Because from 9 a.m. to 12 noon, they'll be, uh, they'll be accepting these downloadable coupons from Radio104.com. And you will get in for a third of the price and spend the whole day there. You know, it's not just for the morning. It's the whole day. And if you get there at 9 a.m., shoot on over to the Batman Theater join the festivities for the last hour because this is an invitation-only event, but the last hour, we're opening up the floodgates, letting in any peeps who want to join the party. Seven Mary Three will be playing. Local Legends of Flames are going to be playing there as well, but they'll be there playing there earlier in the show. It's going to be a big day, a big celebration. How do you get invited? Well, right now, and all day, each hour, if you're calling number 10 at 860-666-4444, you will be there. And you will get the special D-Day merchandise and a special commemorative CD, which won't be for sale. We put together a CD, Dark Side Nick, killer. Some of the best moments. Is what, What's on there? The prostate exam? Yeah, that's on there. On there. Beth Lockwood's uh, messing up the special, the special marathon. That's on there. That's on there. Woo! Great. For posterity. My big mistake. <laughs> Best big mistake. Captured a little disc forever. Mm. Okay? So call right now and every hour today, and not just our show. This includes Wilkow's show and Chaz's show and Carlito's show. They'll all be giving away each hour D-Day 2 invitations. This is an invitation-only event. All right? Taking a break. Coming back. D-Sider Radio. Family Feud Special Edition. This is not Peeps Poll Questions. These are special sex survey that I found that we're going to use when we return and stop calling because Stacy from Waterbury is coming to the social event of the season. End of story. Stick around. This is D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Each word has more weight to it. D. Snyder Radio. That's like S&M stuff. This is going to be great. On Radio 104. 
Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 30 million people hear what you got to say. That's oh, going to be awesome. As far as the quality of it. We didn't argue with them much. On Radio 104. Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio. What the hell am I going to do this weekend? I get so many emails from people saying, thank you. Thank you, D. Snyder Radio. Because I did not know that this was going on or that was going on. And to be truthful, Beth, they're not all, you know, for what I said or sure. all for what you said. People are interested in what Darkseid says. Even Nick. I couldn't believe it. Somebody actually was into that all-you-can-eat sushi thing. <laughs> did not know about that. And they wrote to me and said, I'm glad Nick mentioned that. I like sushi. And nothing, what, what better than all... What better if you're a sushi eater than an all-you-can-eat sushi? Right on. Situation. Right on is right. Mm -hmm. That's awkward. <laughs> so, I mean, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Jesse's graduating from high school on Sunday. All right. Yeah. One of your kids no, is graduating high school. How does that feel? Cool. I don't, yeah. I don't have... I never get any of those, like... You know, those moments I know people get where, oh, time is passing or you're getting old. I was like, cool. You know? I mean, that's just, it's, 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 you know, and it doesn't seem to me like time goes by so fast. Although June is flying by. Mm -hmm. I will <laughs> say that. I mean, you know, it, but, it, but it's pretty significant. Yeah. Kids graduated from high school. He's driving a car. Good he's for him. Got a steady girlfriend and, you yeah. know, he's, he's just, he's a, he's a young man. Turned out okay. Um, here we go. Oh, a couple of reactions before we get into the special edition feud. And, and people, because it's a special edition, we're not going to have listeners on the phone joining the party. Sorry, we'll save that for the regular family feud. Which try, is, <laughs> try to get along at home because I think it's going to be pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely want to play along at home. But we usually always go to listeners with the questions. But the regular feud is, is about the show. And is is about your opinions because this is specifically a a, a sex survey. We're just going to keep it to Nick, Darkside, and Beth, and see how they fare. A couple of reactions to things <clears throat> that you were talking about yesterday, Beth. Mm -hmm. The chief writes, "D, I'm a daily listener to the show. Sounds great about the shootings in Hartford yesterday. Remember, I asked about those. Mm -hmm. Says the two suspects." were wanted by America's Most Wanted. Yeah, they started releasing that information later in the yes. morning. Yeah. I heard that on the on the New York City news even. Yeah. It was a national story. This is the beauty of America's Most Wanted. I, I, when I pass that show I, or I see a picture on a milk carton or something, I'm saying, would I recognize that person if I saw them walk in the streets? Even take that girl, um, she was the intern, the one who disappeared, yeah, the intern Chandra in Washington. Levy. You know, and I've seen her face quite mm -hmm. a bit now. And I was saying, well, assuming she's alive, if I was someplace and I saw her walk by, she looks typical. It's not like, you know, me in 1984. I mean, oh, there he is. <laughs> it's him. You know, I mean, there's no mistake in me. But people do recognize him. And that America's Most Wanted is just so many people have been captured. Yeah. And so the chief says, way to go, Hartford Police Department. Right I on. I guess they got a few calls, a few different calls. Yeah, well, credit where credit's due there. And the guys who got shot were fighting back. They were resisting arrest, so it wasn't like they just went in there and shot him or anything. And on the uh, subject of 
that Romanian story about the woman, uh, the guy who dug up the body and was having sex with it. Yeah. Uh, Brian writes to say, how friggin' ugly do Romanian women have to be <laughs> if their men are resorting to necrophilia? Well, I mean, this gentleman obviously had some psychological difficulties. <laughs> And how can you make the argument that she was asking for it when the body doesn't even have a lower jaw? Who made that argument? <laughs> Did somebody make that argument? No, that's the usual okay. guy's argument. You know. All right. Oh, she wanted it. That's, that's like the most famous crappy argument in the world. She wanted it. You know, Mike Tyson, she wanted it. It's called rape. No means no, okay? But, you know, when, and you can't even make that argument. He's right when the jaw is rotted away. Or Darkseid has it hanging from his wall. All right, we're going to get into this special edition feud. First, let's get a traffic update from the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Psycho Dan. Special edition feud requires special music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, daddy. It's very sultry. Yes, I got this, uh, this poll out of Men's Health magazine. And this is not necessarily the opinion of this show, but I'm going to read the opening salvo here in Men's Health before they start with the survey. It says, with all due respect, sometimes it seems to us that women are a little dense. How else do you explain the fact they ask the same question over and over? Questions. Why can't you ever just open up and share your feelings? Am I going to have to call the cops? <laughs> what are you doing down there? Of course, maybe it's us. Maybe we've been mysterious too long, and maybe if we explained ourselves, we'd get more sex and fewer disapproving stares. Maybe if we just confess everything, women will appreciate our honesty and think up some reward. So we polled 5,000 of our buddies for their thoughts on women, sex, love, and other stuff that gets in the way of watching Sports Center. Maybe if you share the results with your partner, she'll realize that you're no worse <laughs> than most men. Okay, so when there's a whole series of questions, I mean, I could do five of these special editions, but I've chosen a few goodies, and here we go. This is the way it works, as always. We'll have the top three answers on the board. Number one answer will be worth two points. Number two and three answers will be worth a point apiece. Uh, now, Beth, you've been kicking ass on these polls. I don't know if I want to put you first, since you seem to really get it. That's fine. So, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to put you at the tail end. All right. So, we'll go with the loser on the loose, Nick Lentino up front, Dark Side Dave will go number two position, and Beth, you'll bring up the rear. Nothing personal. Sure. Question asked to the men was, if I could engage in only one type of sex for the rest of my life, it would be, top three answers are on the board, Nick Lentino, one type of sex... Like a position? A position or type, yes. Ooh, um, I'm going to go with uh, doggy style. Doggy style? Yeah. <laughs> you seem to be a big fan of doggy style. I like that. <laughs> Keep your hands behind your back. Okay, let's see if it's up there on the board. Survey says number three. 20% of the guys said it would be doggy style for the rest of their life. I can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dark Side Dave, two more answers on the board. Hmm. I think we'd go with uh, um, her on top. Woman on top. Right. You like that, do you? Oh, I guess yeah, with yeah. your size and Michelle's, you got no choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was you on top, it would be one time. If you could only have sex once, what position would it be? Get off me, you big bastard! Show me woman on top! Yeah, number one answer, 39% of the guys said if there was only one type of sex they could engage in for the rest of their lives, it would be woman dominant, woman on top. Beth Lockwood, one more answer on the board. What do you think it is? So it can also be sort of a, a type of sex? Yes, it could be a type as well. Yes, of course. All right, well, I will guess oral sex. Oral sex. Is that giving or receiving? For the guy, I'm going to say receiving. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> show, me or show me receiving oral sex. Not top three. Surprisingly, surprisingly. Was it on the it, list? It was on the list. Uh, a distant fourth hmm. with uh, 9% of the vote. Guys just said they would be filleted forever. <laughs> and that was surprising. Would have been much higher on my list. Okay, uh, one, we have one more answer on the board, Nick. Uh, another chance to pick up a point. You got one already. What do you think? I'm going to say uh, hands against the wall and spread them. <laughs> yeah. What is okay. drug bust position? Would you call it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. In the butt. <laughs> I call this the Miranda. <laughs> the Miranda you got the yeah. You got the right to remain silent. Yeah. Okay. Anything you say will be held against you. Survey says no, unless that falls under the other. Four <laughs> percent people said other than, uh, then I've got, and that was other than one, two, three, four, five. There were top fives, but uh, we're only going with the top three. Dark Side Dave, what do you think? I'm going to say um, giving oral sex. Hmm. Giving? Yeah. For the rest of your life, that's all you get. Uh, you got to take the good with the bad. Well, uh. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, hey, it's not that bad all the time, you know? No, like, I, you, you know. know what? You know, you know what? I say that all the time. That's right. She doesn't believe me, but I say that all the time. <laughs> Which sound effect? Show how appropriate, finally. Show, <laughs> For one. Show me giving oral sex. Ah. No, 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 no. That was number five. Uh, no, no, that was, yeah, number five had 5% of the guys said hmm. they would, if they had one type of sex they could, for the rest of their life, they would give oral sex. I know what you ladies out there are saying. Who are these guys? Something about that bowl of fur that just puts a big smile on my face. I'm saying that their wives were probably right next to them when they filled in that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Really, honey. Yeah, really. honey. Yes. Really, darling. I'd uh, love to. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you. But what, number I'm one. I'm telling for you. I'm telling you women. Most of us. Like it a lot more than you think. I will. I will say okay. I believe you, but that's it forever. That's all. Yeah. No. No. That. Well. That's. Oh. But it is five percent. You're right. There yeah. had to be. There had to be a gun at these guys' heads. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one last shot, Beth. Lock, right, well, the I, number I will just. It's say, actually uh, the number number two yeah, answer. I will just say the missionary position. Straight on, old school, <laughs> the way God intended it. <laughs> Survey says yes. Oh. Yes. Number two answer. 22% of the people said they would have missionary position forever. I'm old school. That's right. It's old school. <laughs> hey, if it ain't broke, 
don't fix it, okay? I guess so. <laughs> That's okay. So, uh, all right, let's move on to question number two. Interesting way all three people have scored on this one. Okay, where was my next question? Uh, all right, all right, this is a little, this is Lex, um, less sexual and a little more just uh, conversational. 5,000 men were asked, what's the one thing a woman you haven't met can do to get you to approach her? Okay, what's the one thing a woman you haven't met can do to get you to approach her? Nick Lentino. Hmm. Uh, realizing what you say will be used on you from now until doomsday. <laughs> okay? In every club that you go to, whatever you say now will be used on you. So this will be your official signal. Hmm. I would say uh, licking her lips. Give lip a little lick, lick, yeah. lick lip. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A lip lick. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's... Yeah, I, I mean, I I say that's definitely a high sign. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 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 you know that's definitely like she's licking her lips. Oh, and a tongue hanging out of her mouth. <laughs> you know, that's second to only to that. But let's see if that's top three on the board. Show me licking them lips. Hmm. No, not top five. That has to be in the other category. Okay, and that's uh, other at four percent. Dark side, Dave. What do you think? Um, not licking the lips. Um, One maybe thing a woman you haven't met can do to get you to approach her. Eye contact. Just like steady eye contact, you know? Oh, eye contact. Oh, well, I would okay. think that's a good answer. Yeah, if somebody's like staring at you from across yeah, the room, you know? You if go, you see a girl looking at you, you know this. Wasn't there a movie or... I, no, I think it was Happy Days. Classic Happy Days. And you may correct me if I'm wrong, where Richie sees this girl checking him out, checking him out, checking him out, finally gets a nerve, it goes over, and I says, I couldn't help noticing that you were been staring at me for a while. She says, yes, you have a piece of spinach on your tooth. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to watch out for that dark side. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, show me looking at me. Just looking at your dark side? Like, you know, a nice staring stare. at yeah, you. Stare. All right. Show it to me, baby. That's right. Number two answer, 31% of the guys said a wink or a stare. A wink. Assuming you don't have any... <laughs> what is that? A wink. That's funny. Yeah, yeah a wink. How you doing? No, I just... I, I think that's funny. That's cute. See, but you got to check yourself. Again, check your teeth. Check for a booger hanging out of your nose. Anything else that might... A big zit on your head. Something that might make her stare. Like me. I got lots of stares, but it wasn't, come on over here. It was, look at that freak. Okay, so Beth Lockwood, two more answers on the board. I think this has got to be number one. Smile at you. Smile. I'll tell you right now, that's what got Suzette in all that trouble with me. <laughs> <laughs> Show me a big old smile. Number one answer. 49% of the guys said a laugh. And a smile, or he said laugh and smile, but but I'll, either one would have done. Yeah, that's why, man, and that's why you girls are so hesitant to to smile at us, and you should be. Right. Half of us think that means you want us. It's it's kind of sucks because as a result, I don't know about you guys or average guys, but I get a lot of scowls, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of very straight lip like no ex expressionless faces i walk through life surrounded by women with expressionless faces 
They're all like the freaking Mona Lisa where I go. Unless they know who I am and then they, they smile more. And then, you know what? The minute they smile, I know they know who I am. There's no way they're smiling at me otherwise. <laughs> Just not their damn type. Pity? Okay. What are you going to say, Beth? Pity? <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing okay. out a possible another reason. Yeah, well, Suzette was smiling at me. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and she was laughing and smiling, and she was standing. Came down to the front. Came down to the front. There was nobody there. It was the first month I was in the band, and uh, I said, "Oh, she's crazy about me," but she was just stunned. It was just, "Oh my God, I can't believe this freak show." <laughs> she was like, kind of laughing out of just shock. All right, Nick, one more answer on the board. You can grab a point here. You spent a lot of time in the clubs. Yeah. Probably more than any of us. Mm -hmm. You've been approached by more women than either me or Darkseid. Well, I, I don't want to say about that, but differently. On a legitimate basis, mm -hmm. you've been approached more than me or Darkseid. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, nipple massage. Like she's sitting there. <laughs> Show me them rubbing. Boobs. Her nipples? <laughs> yeah, so that, ridiculous. That would make me approach her. You know, she's sitting at the end of the bar just massaging her nipple. Like that'd, Austin Powers? That would make me walk over there. You yeah. know what? Because I want to work with you and I like you, I'm going to take rubbing your nipples or masturbating. <laughs> okay, I'll take I'll, either one of those answers. I'll accept any kind of self-rubbing going on. Thank you. <laughs> Show me what Nick was talking about. No. I'm so glad he's in the other room. <laughs> Rubbing himself. Yeah, well, well, certainly, I would take that as a positive sign. <laughs> She's playing with her nipples or she has her hand up her dress. You know what I mean? How often does that say, happen, though? I think I'm going to get lucky. <laughs> be awesome. All right, I'll give, you, I'll give you guys one more shot at this dark side, Dave. Uh, what if she does like the the classic hair flip move hair know, maneuver? Flip. Yeah, playing yeah. with her hair, you know, flip it back a little. That that to me is another high sign. Yeah, throw the hair. Yeah. Show me tosses the hair. Nah. Not top three, way down at the bottom. Uh, it was number uh, four. Answer: Two percent of the guys said, "Woman tosses, it gives a hair toss." She wants him. She digs him. Pretty much, you girls can't do anything. <laughs> the way I see it, you've got to be like immobile, no body gestures at all, and not uh, tossing hair, not salad, Nick. Beth, I'll give you one more shot, and I'll just say, it's something a woman you haven't met can do. Something she can do to get you to approach her. Um, buy you a drink. Buy you a drink, Nick. Has a woman ever bought you a drink? Yeah. Did you did you take a look? Oh yeah, by the end of the night. If she was attractive, <laughs> did you go over and say, "Hey"? Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. And the answer survey says, "Of course." All right. Mm. Of course. Number three answer: thirteen percent of the guys said, "Buy me a drink." Yeah. Make the move. Okay, I told you. Number one answer was laugh and smile. Forty-nine percent of the guys. Okay, so watch out, ladies. <laughs> Number two answer with 31% was wink or stare. I can't imagine winking at somebody <laughs> across the box. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? And number three was buy me a drink, 13%. Four with 2% was toss her hair. And this is interesting. Number five was 1% ignore me. <laughs> like play, I said, you guys, there is no hope. <laughs> We can find anything you do means you want us. I noticed you were 
ignoring me from across the bar. And the write-in with point oh 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 one percent was laugh, smile, toss your hair, wink, stare, and buy me a drink and ignore me all at one time. And I know you want me. And and and, fi- and uh, I think number five, yeah, number six was other with four percent. Okay, Sean, or who's keeping score today? I got it right here, D. Okay, cool. Um, Beth leads the way with four, followed by Darkside with three, and Nick is in last place with one point. Okay. Well, we're going to come back, take a break, come back, get into a little more of the special sex edition of the D. Snyder Radio Family Feud. I'm trying to think. I've got a lot of questions here. I'm thinking of going with one about sex techniques and stress. You know, I mean, uh, I know you ladies never think about that. I got an interesting one about, uh, I'm trying to decide about not calling again. Think why guys don't call again. And guys' biggest turnoffs in bed. Got to go with biggest turnoffs in bed. Mm-hmm. So do stick around for more D Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. D Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D Snyder. I seen him go nuts. Radio, Radio 104. We had a uh, breakdown here. Now back to D Snyder Radio. Stop fucking running right now. What do you mean? I'm We're in the middle of a special edition, East Nighter Radio Family Feud, Sex Edition. Got some questions asked to a fair, I think 5,000 is a fair sampling of men, don't definitely. you think, Beth? Yeah. Definitely gives you an indication of what we're all about. So far, it's not very good. So far, you've um, agreed with a lot of it, though, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I think they've been right on the money. Yeah. You know, except with the weird, you know, Nick, who clearly, I'm not sure what to make of your last dance. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you about that in a second, because <laughs> I just want to say that right. tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, Mick Foley, WWF superstar, author, celebrated. Uh, can you say celebrated? Nah, I don't know sure. about celebrated. Best-selling. Best-selling author. Both of his books have been number one. He's got like three books out now. He's doing an autograph signing. Six p.m. to 8 p.m. at Walmart in Bristol tomorrow night. Called me up, said, D, can I come hang out with you guys tomorrow? And I said, awesome. So he's coming in at 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. that is, and he's going to want to hang around. So he'll be in town all day long. And he's really a good guy. Fun, intelligent, got some good stories. Join the party tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio. Um, yeah, and, and all day long, by the way, every hour uh, today, they're giving away D-Day 2 tickets. I keep saying tickets because Nick writes tickets. They're invitations. D-Day 2 invitations is an invitation-only event happening next Friday. You can listen in, of course. The Flames, local legends, the Flames will play this time. We hope they'll actually be broadcast. And uh, 7 Mary 3 is going to be down there. So it's going to be good. You want to join that. Yeah, Nick, just that last question, I don't know if it was the last question, about yeah. what a woman can do to get you to you know, approach her yeah. in a club. Mm-hmm. You really have to have an overt showing of interest. You said licking your lips, mm-hmm. caressing your nipples. Yeah. Those, those, there's two answers. <laughs> I have never 
in my life seen a woman in a bar start caressing her nipples. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not going to the right bars. Well, you know, I mean, it's happened to me before. Not so Don't much lie. like no, not the nipple thing. But I've had girls. I'm surprised you didn't before. say what happened to you. Um, was that your next answer? If you went again, grab my crotch. Yeah, I was going for that next. I mean, that just. I guess that's to me. pretty. Solid. That she's well, interested. I mean, I'm just trying to think of what guys would say, and that would that would get me across the bar in a second. If a girl's looking at me and she's rubbing her nipple, I'll be there. Don't worry about it. Well, who <laughs> would over there? You know, I'd be sliding across the bar. <laughs> of course, knocking glasses off. The, but I'm trying to think. I, mean, that, I think they want you to be a little more realistic. If a girl, uh, what were some of the answers? If she stares Smiles. at you or winks at you. Yeah, come on. I mean, that's stupid. If she winks at me, then I'll think she's, like, got Tourette's or something like that. <laughs> okay. But, um, what about if she smiles at you? A nice smile would get me over there, yes. But, I mean, it might be a slow walk over. I might debate it for a little while. You know <laughs> it what wasn't I mean? what will get you there in zero to 60 <laughs> seconds. Oh, yeah. oh what would have you? The question was, what will have you diving on top of her? <laughs> Yeah. What will have you leaving skid marks? You know? <laughs> Smiles no. are great, D, but a nipple rub, that works. Yeah. What, and what about the buy the drink? Buy the drink, I like that. That's cool. Unless if you're teetering on attractiveness, I might think you're a little bit pushy. And I don't like that too much, you know? You mean if you're I'll not... I'll take the drink. If you're not really attractive? Yeah, if, you don't, if you're not really attractive and you buy me the drink, I'm just going to... Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shouted across the loud bar. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. a lot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Keep listening. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back into some more questions. All right. I decided to go with this next one because I think a lot of women are confused and want to know the answer to this question, Beth. Question is, who, who, who do we leave off with, by the way? I think you go to Nick. Nick? Okay. Who's the big loser so far? Why didn't you call her again? Okay, I mean, I think this is something, a question that's plagued women for a long time. They, they're waiting for the call. It doesn't come. Uh, Nick... You yourself have said in a previous question, it was discussed, how long should you wait? Remember we did that question a while ago? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Until you call her again, and I think Nick said like five days or something? Yes. Yeah. Too long. Six days. It, six days. You had like a long, like, make her just hang there, period. Mm -hmm. All right, so, but if, say, you never called her again, they asked 5,000 men in Men's Health Magazine, why didn't you call her again? Top three answers on the board. Nick, what do you think? She sucked in bed. <laughs> she sucked in bed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't you mean she didn't suck in bed? <laughs> All kinds of. Survey says. No, it's, it's not even on here. <laughs> she sucked in bed. I mean, it's not even. It's not even on here. You Come stink, Lentino. What do you mean? If she's horrible category. in bed, she's not going to get a phone call the next day, the next week, or well, ever. Well, maybe, I think that's, well, maybe maybe the average guy was thinking in more general terms. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 like, I think you may be being specific. It's, uh, you know, I, I, 
that maybe that's why that's not in here. It could be, okay. here, theoretically. All right, Dark Side Dave. I'm gonna say just clash in personalities just didn't didn't click personality wise. Okay, didn't click. Oh, personality-wise. All right. Look, that's a good answer. <laughs> Who's going to click with Darkseid's personality? <laughs> Michelle's been around for a while. <laughs> okay. I think she tolerates uh, it. All right. <laughs> Show me. Didn't click personality-wise. Like that ever stopped any of us. Uh, <laughs> survey safe. No, and there's a phraseology issues here. I can't give it to you. I just want to say that these, these answers are phrased... In very presentable ways. So, I mean, again, that might fall into it, but they're a little more specific about mm. about the reasons. Beth Lockwood. Uh, do I have to be more specific than I just didn't like her? I just didn't like her. Okay. I mean, I think I could work with that one. Show me. I just, I just didn't like her. I'm going to give you that one because it was phrased, but it falls into that phrase. I never planned to call. That's 16% of the people. That's number three answer. I guess I would have to say I didn't like her. I never planned on calling her. Okay, so uh, that would be the reason not to call her. See, Nikki said I sucked in bed, but that's that's really specific. <laughs> she sucked in bed. Okay, and uh, and you'll understand why I couldn't give you that when I get more answers. Nick, give it a shot. Um, Why didn't you call her? A little more general. Um, she wasn't. Um, I don't know. I could we say her personality overall just sucked. Could we say that? A person. What was what, her personality overall? Just. Sucked? <laughs> 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 what did you say, Beth? I said I just didn't like her. That's yeah. kind of the same thing, yeah. don't you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that, that falls into that. See the way they answered? I never planned on calling. That's I didn't like her. I didn't care for her. I didn't, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't like her. I never planned on calling. Okay. Um, I would say that um, she's foreign. This is my new answer. She's not used to... Um, how do I phrase this? Um, a backdoor man. <laughs> <laughs> if that's on there, I'm out of this game. Do it in the butt. She's not used to a backdoor man. <laughs> yeah. That's my answer. Okay. Okay. Well, let me see if I can try and fit this into one of the answers that I hear. Survey says. <laughs> well, that is hmm. And the closest thing I've got is the number five answer with 2% of the vote. I didn't think I performed well in that. <laughs> I don't think that's what you meant. No. But actually, some of the guys said, oh well, God. I was kind of embarrassed because I didn't think I was any good. All right. I'm going to think for a while. They here. lack your confidence. All right. I'm going to think about my next answer, Dave. <laughs> okay. Dark side, Dave. <laughs> I'm going to say I forgot. Oh, that's so I forgot weak. to call. So weak. <laughs> okay. The old, the old I forgot to call. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> I promise you, this, just don't look at this group here, okay? Because, because there is hope. I think, I think that these, these answers give a certain degree of hope. 
or at least insight and understanding and don't make us all look like a bunch of scumbags even though we may have been hiding it behind reasonable answers Beth Lockwood how about not physically attracted to her not physically attracted to her okay show me not attracted Hmm. All right, we got to get another question yeah. here because here's what it went, okay? The number three answer. I'll give you the number four answer. Number four answer, I lost her number. That's And the guy's right. Really? No, that's what I'm saying. These were, you know, they were being asked. 15% of the guys said, I lost her number, really. And people lose phone numbers, Beth. 15%? We... Do we look like the most organized group of people you've ever met? See, this Men. is why I didn't do well in this question, because we don't know why you don't call. Well, okay. Okay, number two answer, which I gave you, number number three answer, I should say, I never planned to call. 16% of the guys said, I had no intention of calling again. And I guess that would fall into, you know, I didn't like her. Okay, the number two answer with 28% was, I thought I was interested, but realized afterwards that I wasn't. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, hasn't that ever happened to any of you guys? Yeah. You hung out, blah, 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 then you start thinking about it, and you're going, you know what? She was making me work way too hard, and I don't even think she was really, it was, you know, I don't think she was really that into me, and, you know, now that I think about it, I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't want to call her again. I can see that happening. I mean, that happens. And number one answer, and this just shows guys' insecurities, but obviously not here in the room, 39% of the guys said, I didn't call her again. Because I didn't think she was into me. Oh, come on. That would never happen, right, Nick? That's no. Weak. <laughs> well, it's weak. Yeah. You never, after the fact, she got... <clears throat> Look, if I actually didn't have such a huge dego, I never would have called Suzette again, because she clearly wasn't into me. I just couldn't see all the signs. Well, that's you the know, thing. The, you have to beat a the guy The garlic away. around the neck, the crucifix. I wasn't... None of that was, was a warning sign to me. What? What do you think? I'm just saying, normally you got to beat a guy away to, you know, a woman does. We'll go after you. We're going to keep you going. You never went out with a girl and felt insecure afterwards and said, I don't think she was really, you know, like, I think I was kind of like pushing myself on her and she wasn't that into me. Um, no. I think you said that about someone you were having sex with in the last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to sell you on this. I'm not going to sell you. Those were the answers. Okay. Most, 40% of the guys almost thought that the woman, didn't call the woman again because they thought she wasn't into her. All right, let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan, and we'll get to this next question. Psycho. This traffic report is brought to you by Suburban Sports. Summer is here in your outdoor sports headquarters is Suburban Sports in Berlin. From biking to kayaking, they've got it all. Traveling on 84 East, a little slow going between exits 41 and 44. Not too bad getting into the downtown tunnel after that. 84 West, slow going from Governor Street in and over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, we have steady traffic now from exit 30 down to the 84 merge. 91 North looks good. It's delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow from exit 4 up to the flyover. 91 South down in New Haven gets slow by the 95 merge. Traveling on 95 South into New Haven, it's busy from exit 51, still getting up to the Q Bridge. Traveling on Route 8 North, it's just a little busy at the 84 merge. At 749, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. <clears throat> All right, we got time for one more question. On the special edition D-Sider Radio Family Feud sex questions, okay? And this is a pretty straight one, Nick, so we'll send it over to you to start off. What is your biggest turnoff in bed? Top three answers on the board. Nick Lentino, Mm -hmm. man with experience. 
I'm gonna say uh, dead fish. You know, just kind of <laughs> lays there. Dead fish. Yeah. No, no, no pushing back or yeah, body movement move, or man. anything like that. Yeah, I need legs flying up in the air and stuff. <laughs> Is that right? Flying Melendez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> signs of life. You're looking for signs of life. Yes. All right. Show me that dead fish. Yes. Number one answer. Yeah. 55% of the men says yeah. when she just lies there. Yeah. This from a guy who has thrown up on this. <laughs> we didn't ask you your turn off. Men who That's throw up quiz. on me. If you ever find the quiz, bring it in. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason. Do you get a lot of dead fish, Nick? Um, I've had a couple before, but I mean, you know, I just slept with them that night, and then after they just laid there, I was, you know, that's never talked to them again. <laughs> Got to admit, that's that's pretty lousy. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it sucks. The dead fish. The dark side. Uh, Only fifty-five percent. Um, no, I'm just happy to be there. Okay, wasn't yeah, well, whatever earlier. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah, earlier when Nick said uh, said well, <laughs> she's not good in bed or something like that. Dark side said there's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> you make your own fun. Hey, hey, man, it's a guy who loves women. Any shape, any size, right. height, width, yep. <laughs> width, <laughs> whatever it takes. Double wide. All right, dark side. Two more answers on the board. What's your biggest turnoff in bed? I'm going to say a chick who farts in bed. <laughs> oh, my God. Farting in bed. Now, that's surprising to me because I would think you would, you would take that as a sign. <laughs> some sort of, yeah. It's like in some countries when you it's, belch after a meal. It's not like a mating call. <laughs> I, I thought of you to you like, commu- like the dolphins communicating, you know. <laughs> that is so crazy, Dark Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's just nasty. <laughs> Have you ever... Been with a woman who farts in bed? Once. Oh, God. <laughs> now we're talking about Long. rectal, right? <laughs> I'm almost positive, yeah. Yeah. Well, the a other long one. Time ago. I the find the other one to be a turn yeah, on, no, quite no, honestly. No big, yeah, no big deal on that. <laughs> okay. Um, show me flatulence. <laughs> no. I, they don't have farts in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Beth Lockwood, what would you think guys said now that you know that when you when they just lie there is the biggest one of all, what else do you think turns guys off? I don't know. Uh, maybe strange odors. I don't know. <laughs> odors? You mean uh, feminine from, odors? Aside from flat. I don't know. You know, like in general. General stink. <laughs> I need to have specific odors. There has to be specific odors? What's There's so many of them. I don't want you to say that. Okay, you could say feminine odor. You could say body odor. I'll say body odor. Body odor. B.O. Yeah, B.O. I think that must be a term. That would turn me off. (laughs) (laughs) Survey says... No. It is not not top four. Hmm. Not even top four. We're going top three. It's not even top four. Amazingly, I would think that would be way up there at the top of the list. I mean, odor, body odor would be, she's a would be worse than laying mammal, there. For God's sake. Dark side, she's laying there and stinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what God gave you fingers for. <laughs> Dark side's getting in there. He's got one of those swimming nose cliffs on. Come on. <laughs> 
Okay. I was I mean, in bed. I just meant in bed. <laughs> Nothing stops dark side. Okay, Nick, two more answers on the board. What do you think I said the biggest turnoff is? Number two and three answers still on the board. Um, Having to uh, pay attention to them afterwards, like cuddling and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> having to acknowledge their existence after you're done. Pretty much. Right. That's a turn off. How <laughs> does anyone ever date you twice? Well, I just want to smoke a cigarette after and go to sleep. You know? <laughs> it's a mystery to me. Yes, that's Nick. That's our Nick. <laughs> that's our Nick. Show me having to have any kind of conversation <laughs> or pay attention to them after you've had the act. You've done the deed, okay? No, of course oh. not. It's on, I'm not on there. Okay, Dark Side Dave. Two more answers on the board. Hmm. Uh, that's a tough one. Not too many things they can do. Uh, <laughs> I guess. That's a toughie. Um, well, farting was in there. <laughs> that's it? Farting? As long as a woman doesn't fart, you're good with it? You're good to go. Yeah, pretty much. I get, But I guess uh, I'll say as far as... What? That's a turnoff. That's, that's the one main thing. But I guess what I'll say, like, the people may have thought... Um, and maybe a girl that's like talking, you know, and this isn't coming from me, but maybe a girl that's like talking dirty to him. Maybe they don't take that too much. Okay. Chatting a little Are bit. Talking here. How, do you, how do you feel about that dirty talk? Me? Hey, yeah. yeah. Bring it on. That's fine. All right. All right. Show me talking. Actually, it was number four. 3% of the guys said talking. They weren't specific about talking dirty. Talking <laughs> in bed was a big turnoff. Did not care for it. Okay? All right, Beth, one more shot. Two more answers on the board. You can pick up a point here. How about um, calling you the wrong name? I can't imagine Ooh. that goes over too well. <laughs> Ooh, calling you the wrong name. Yeah, that would be a bad thing. Yeah. Right. I, I can see guys running from that one. All right, survey says... Hmm. No, no. Okay, I'm going to give it... I'm going to tell you what the answer is. Some kind are, of body okay? type? Something like that? Well... Body issue number three answer was twelve percent was cellulite. Guy said cellulite. Yeah. Turned them off was a big turn off. That's the a number huge two bitch. answer and what was that? That's a huge bitch. <laughs> and the number two answer, I told you number one answer when she just lies there. The number two answer, and I just said I need specific types. Bad breath. Oh, uh, that's why. Well, I remember stink? breaking up with uh, with a girl because her breath was she was a cigarette smoker. Her breath was so bad, it was just like, oh my god. And she was really attractive too, but just you know, if you can't even mm -hmm. get near her, bad breath. Twenty six percent of the guys said that. Now, some other answers that came in, they did other turnoffs men listed were when you're performing oral sex and she stares at you. <laughs> Ooh. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Well, I guess, you know, you're getting busy down there, and you, and you kind of glance up, and she's just looking at you. <laughs> uh, the ball is some that's pretty specific. Yeah, laughing. Not oh. real big in bed. Guys were not... They, they, I'm surprised that wasn't higher on the list. Guys didn't like laughing. And talking, but specifically talking about something other than what you're doing. 
Mm-hmm. So Dark Side was saying, you know, talking dirty. Maybe some guys have turned off, but I think it meant like, you know, like gee, I got to get some laundry? gross. Yeah. You pick up the laundry. Hey, what do you think of that new furniture I put in the room? That, that's <laughs> definitely a turn off when you're in bed. Okay, read them and weep, Sean. What's the final score? All right, Beth is the big winner this week, D, with a total of five points. <laughs> 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 and Nick and Dark Side are the big losers. They both tied with three. Hmm. Read them and weep, boys. And I went last. <laughs> how, 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 do, how does this happen? How does it happen? Because you're just simple folk. <laughs> <laughs> we are simple folk, but why can't we're so simple? Why can't we even get the right answers ourselves? I don't know. This is pathetic. Hmm. Dark Side's the big loser this week. Well, Dark Side and Nick are the big losers. They both tied with three. Great. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, Dark Side, (laughs) you got somebody, as Beth has said many times before, hang on for dear life. (laughs) (laughs) Tire up uh, if you have to. Nick, it is no wonder (laughs) that you are just lost. (laughs) As far as I know, you you don't have anybody. You haven't been with anybody. You've got no prospects. (laughs) I cannot believe among your answers... Rub her nipples, and she's just <laughs> not used to a backdoor man. <laughs> Those were some of your answers, and you wonder why he didn't score more points. <laughs> Maybe you should get a transcript of this show, okay? <laughs> so you can check your answers and think about some of the things you said. I mean, your biggest, your greatest prospect is the woman who grabbed your crotch and your ass <laughs> on Friday night. That's that's the best thing you got going. Wait a minute. Got to give away right now or else I lied. Call number 10 right now at 860-666-4444. We'll win a pair of D-Day 2 invitations for this Friday, June 29th. Call now. Invitation only, people. And all day long today at Radio 104, every hour, we'll be giving away a pair of invitations to D-Day 2. This is a social event of the season. It's happening at Six Flags. Uh, New England in Agawam, Mass. We're going to be doing our show live from the Batman Spectacular area. It's a stunt show area. You'll see. You'll you'll get directed there when you win the passes. And remember, if you're not invited, join the party at 9 a.m. They're opening the gates early. Get in for ten dollars and four cents with a special downloadable coupon that's available at Radio104.com. Ten dollars four cents to get in. Join our party from nine to ten. And then head on out into the park and spend the day. Okay? It's going to be a great day, a great party, a great celebration. D-Snyder Radio's second anniversary, D-Day 2. Call now if you aren't calling already. Okay, taking a break. We come back. We're going to play one of the song parodies for you. By the way, Tom from Bristol just won the invitations, so you can stop calling. We'll have another pair in the 8 o'clock hour, which is now. Beth Lockwood, what's going on out there in the world? Man goes to extreme measures to break the curse of the Bambino. I'll tell you about what he did. Also, we have an official oldest living person. Nick, I know you've been following that saga. Also, what's the best music to fish by? I'll tell you what one in that survey. Also, could Babe be getting butchered? Carrot Top's hair catches fire. (laughs) And which... Men of Hollywood, do women think are the most eligible bachelors? Right on. Mm -hmm. Do stick around. And like I said, we're going to have a song parody to play for you because tomorrow is the deadline for D-Sign Radio song parody entries and a chance to win the the 2001 Sea-Doo GTS personal watercraft. It is amazing. Go to Radio104.com if you want to take a look at it. Stick around for more D-Sign Radio. It's Radio104. 
WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Making music that means something. The Snyder Radio. You may not love me now, but I can try, try, try. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. See my peeps? Can't wait. What do you want? Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio. In case you haven't already heard. Mick Foley's going to be hanging in the studio. WWF superstar Mick Foley is joining the party. He's going to sit in on the news and stuff like that. Just talk. I like when people do that. That's fun. Yeah. It's cool because you get another opinion, another mm-hmm. worldview, somebody else's perspective. Can't be as crazy as when Cece sat in, but still fun, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you... you know, Cece's good in small doses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like great to have him here once in a while, but trust me, I'm here every day. People be diving out windows. I can't imagine touring with the guy. Can't imagine it. He said it. They want to kill him. <laughs> they want to kill him. He's a lovely guy, but he's just on all the time. Season Amazing. goes to 11. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, all right. So anyway, that'll be tomorrow. Mexican Tam do a book signing over at Walmart in Bristol, Connecticut, between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. His new book, Mick Foley, is good. Got some reaction here, and we decided that we're going to do play the new Psycho Dan Mudbone Spectacular going back to Bridgeport instead of the song parody. We'll play you another song parody a little later in the show. We just want to make sure you people listening around now get a chance to hear the, the, the hottest tune <laughs> at Radio 104. It is singularly the hottest tune. Some reactions, if you please. Uh, let's see. I got it covered right here. First of all, yesterday, brand new On the Road. This comes in from Brian in Chicopee. says, you almost got me fired today. I was sitting at my desk with one of my company's medical consultants when Mudbone went on his tirade on nipples. I thought she was going to have a conniption at my desk. Her mouth dropped open, and she sat there as if someone had just run over a cat. Needless to say, I am, if I am unemployed, do you need another idiot on your show? <laughs> no, thank you. We're full up. Okay, so it's not for everybody. <laughs> we have our quota of idiots. Yeah. You got to be prepared with with D Snyder Radio, especially you know at this point, at home with Mudbone or on the road with Mudbone. You know that anything can happen. I mean that sh- that is a loose segment of our show. Uh, and speaking of loose segments, Sagan sub subject fire in the hole. <laughs> D and gang, just want to say that Sagan's Evas was so freaking funny today. The one guy that you question every week sounds suspiciously like Milo. I've heard that before. It's not Milo, is it? No, I can guarantee you it is not Milo. Okay. And where does he come up with these answers? And the older lady you have had for the past few weeks, what bench did you find her on? Kudos to her. At least she's got a clue. She actually does. Her answers make reasonable sense. Um, I'm glad that the clues for that one played well after I dropped... Oh, for that one. Played well after I dropped my son off at school. They were very graphic for the younger audience. Signed Tina from East Hampton. You know what? As a matter of fact, I got to say, I mean, you know, know, we're not goody two-shoes here at D. Snyder Radio by any means. But I would think 
in the future cycle, if you know that kind of that kind of response is coming up, it wouldn't hurt to say, uh, listeners at home, if you've got little kids sitting with you, you might want to turn the radio down for this next response. All right, wouldn't hurt. Okay, because that was like that really, you know, really blindsided people, <laughs> and it was kind of graphic. Gotcha, to say the least. Um, and lastly, Ignap says, subject the real stink face. D, I just have one thing to say about Dark Side cutting loose in that woman's face. That's classic. <laughs> I laughed myself silly, and she was so indignant that she followed it up with a phone call. I don't blame her. <laughs> well done, Dark Side. Way to make an impression. <laughs> Who am I out to impress? I don't care. I mean, you know. Uh, no, I, he's applauding you. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, man, she's casualty of war. She was in my way. You're not putting on airs. You're giving them off. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now it's time. You heard about it. Psycho Dan, Mudbone. You know, as a matter of fact, let's do traffic first. Then we'll play going back to Bridgeport. Psycho. This traffic report is brought to you by People's Bank. We'll start off in New Haven. 91 South, a little slow from exit 4 getting into downtown New Haven. 95 South gets busy from uh, exit 53 now all the way up to the queue. Traveling on Route 8 in Waterbury, uh, 84 East going to be slow getting up to Route 8, rather, from exit 18. Then it gets heavy again by exits 25 and 25A. 84 West getting up to Route 8 is going to be slow by exit 22. Traveling up here in the Hartford area, 84 East slow between exits 41 and 44. 84 West, we had a crash in the downtown tunnel. The right lane is down right now, and the backup is all the way back to exit 57. 91 South, slowest from exit 37 down to the 84 merge. 91 North looks good. That's delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, it's going to be slow from exit 8 all the way up to the flyover. At 815, I'm psycho down at this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. All right. This never gets tired. It never gets old. This is really sweet. Um, dark side. Yeah. If you're going to get broccoli in your omelet... You might want to give people a heads up. <laughs> I don't consider an instant message that says, look out, guys. <laughs> That's a heads up, though. That's a heads up, all right. All right. Sit back and enjoy Mudbone and Psycho Dan's latest effort. Going back to Bridgeport. <sighs> Psycho, get up, man. What's up? I think we're going to take a day trip to Bridgeport, man. Bridgeport? They got a beach down there? There's no beaches in Bridgeport, man. We're going to Bridgeport. Scrap up your boots. Put on the helmet. We're going to Bridgeport. Trust me, we're going to have fun, man. Let's go. Isn't it dangerous down there? It ain't dangerous. Come on, get ready. We're going to Bridgeport. Remix. Going back to Bridgeport where the pimps are finding rules. Sorry, no rugs or nasty hair clothes, just afros and cornrows. You wanna buy a gun? I'll sell you my Nina. You wanna have some fun? 7-Eleven has Kino. Going back to Bridgeport, Bridgeport, Bridgeport. I'm going back to Bridgeport. They got tennis courts down no. there? Going back to Bridgeport, Bridgeport, Bridgeport. I'm going back to Bridgeport. A golf course? That's something. A going back to Bridgeport where the 40s don't run dry. From marijuana, cigarettes are always in supply. It's the armpit of Connecticut. Getting harder than New Britain, so don't mess with it. Woo! I'm going back to Bridgeport, Bridgeport, Bridgeport. I'm going back to Bridgeport. Fall into the gap? No. Going back to Bridgeport. Bridgeport, Bridgeport, I'm going back to Bridgeport. 
Abercrombie and Fitch? Oh, hell no. Going back to Bridgeport, far away from Longmeadow. Harvard just ain't tough enough. I need to see the ghetto. There's no university. Just diversity. Decider Radio is making history. I'm going back to Bridgeport. 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 I'm going back to Bridgeport. Any country clubs? No way. Going back to Bridgeport. 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 I'm going back to Bridgeport. I can't take drive-bys. Bridgeport. 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 I ain't going. I'm going back to Bridgeport. No. Come on, you going. Trust me. I'm going back to Bridgeport. 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 I'm oh. going back to Bridgeport. Your ass is coming with me. Let's go. Come on. Going back to Bridgeport. 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 I'm going back to Bridgeport. Hmm. I don't think so. All right. There's one part in there where my bone sounds exactly like Will Smith. Where he goes, woo. <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, I think they've got an album in the making. I do, too. It's, it's uh, Psycho Dan, Mudbone, and uh, is our MC Jeff. <laughs> MC Jeff from over on the other side of the building who's doing the tracks and what have you. We're going to get them to perform that at D-Day, too. We're going to get that one going there, Nick? Yep. It's on the schedule. Live. That's sweet. That's sweet. Oh, Doc B also wrote a little something about Dark Side letting... Uh, farting at that woman mm. yesterday subject sexual attraction d i was watching an interesting show on the discovery channel they showed the different techniques that animals use to attract members of the opposite sex examples were the peacock which spreads its feathers and the mandrel with its colorful red end nowhere in the hour-long show <laughs> did i see an animal that assumes a certain posture and farts in the prospective mate's face surprise surprise who says you guys don't provide an educational show <laughs> <laughs> assume the position dark side yeah who says that who, who would dare say that we don't <laughs> all right time now for some news well, while we're on Bridgeport, Bridgeport Mayor Joseph Gannam says he is staying put. That's despite calls for his resignation by city Republicans. The GOP says a corruption probe is casting a cloud over the mayor's office. Three associates of Gannam have pleaded guilty in that probe. Gannam says he hasn't done anything wrong. I know someone who's casting a cloud over 10 Columbus Boulevard. <laughs> I'm a little dark side. <laughs> Police say late compounds worker Wilfredo Martinez did know the Boulder Dash roller coaster was running when he was hit and killed by it last week. That contradicts Martinez's stepbrother, who was working with him and says they were not told that the coaster is running. That investigation's ongoing. Well, so what are they implying? If he knew it was working, that he deliberately well, tried to get was, killed? No, I think that he wasn't as careful as he should have been, is what they're implying. Hmm. So, we'll see what happens. Right. Tragic. Police in Houston have charged a woman with killing her five young children. They think she drowned them in her bathtub. The woman's husband says <clears throat> she's been on medication to treat postpartum depression for the past two years. She's been charged with uh, five counts. What capital, do you say? Capital felony murder. What do you say? It's yeah, just I know. I don't, freaking horrible. I can't explain something like that. Horrible. Well, that, have you been on Boulder Dash? No, I haven't. I would love to. I haven't been to Lake Compounds in a couple of years, although I always uh, like that park a lot. It is really cool, Boulder Dash. Because Darkside, anybody been on Boulder Dash besides me? No, I haven't, I haven't been there since I built it. See, um, I like the old school roller coasters. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the you know the metal ones, the corkscrews and stuff. And it it's built into the side of the hill. 
So you're like going through trees and stuff. I mean, it's, it's mm. really a great ride. Well, and even what happened, other old wooden coasters, great. Yeah, and, and what happened with this is not was no reflection on the ride malfunctioning. It was an unfortunate mm -mm. circumstance with that kid. Yeah. Well, it's official. Maud Ferris Luce is the world's oldest living human, according to the editors at Guinness Book of Records. They've awarded the title to the Michigan woman after examining census documents and her marriage license issued nearly a century ago. As of today, Maud is 114 years, 151 days old. She's outlived all but one of her seven children. She has dozens of grandchildren and a seven-year-old great-great-great-granddaughter. So I guess that woman from down in the Caribbean couldn't prove that she was older. Do you want to die when you're that old? Do you want to keep living? Well, she already ha she has the record. Maybe she was going for the record. Like that guy in England when he reached 100, got the letter from yeah. the queen and died. Yay! And then died. You want to savor it for a little while. Uh, she's, she's 151 days into her 114th year. Maybe she well, can make it to 115. Well, you know, the reason I say that is because I know that uh, my wife's grandmother, I should rest in peace, okay, she outlived, like, she had four kids. She outlived three of them, I believe. Two, at least two or three of them. And she just said, it's like the worst thing mm. in the world. Well, this woman to, has seen six of them die. Yeah, to bury your children. That is, that's, it's not right. We, we're not supposed to bury our children. I mean, even when they're old children, you don't want, you don't want to outlive your own kids. You but know? at so least I've, when you're 114, you can say, well, you know, he lived a really long, great life. <laughs> Stop <laughs> to say that of your kids. You know, what's really... There's a beautiful exchange going on here in the instant messages that I want to share with the audience to show where the decency lies in this show. <laughs> Nick sent Doris had a message for him to play Do It in the Butt during your conversation about the oldest woman in the world. And Darkside <laughs> said, no. Capital letters, three exclamation points, no. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. Even he now, Dan is... Suggests that this woman brought the donkey punch with her from Ireland when she arrived in 1885. <laughs> you don't know that for a fact. That's not documented. Disappointed in you, Psycho Dan. <laughs> well, one Red Sox fan is going to the ends of the earth, literally, to help his team. Paul Giorgio left a Red Sox cap on the summit of Mount Everest in an effort to break the curse of the Bambino. While up there, he also User. burned a cap of the New York Yankees. <laughs> Giorgio says he made the epic climb last month on the advice of a Tibetan Buddhist holy man. I don't want to necessarily say it's working, but the Red Sox are currently up three and a half games over the Yankees. You are one pathetic loser. They're up over... What, somebody told him that going to Everest was going to save it, was going to help him? Couldn't hurt. Well, I didn't know just how deep this whole Curse of the Bambino thing goes. I mean, it's just brand new to me. I know you've been living it, Beth Lockwood, because there's a new book out called 1918 mm -hmm. <laughs> about Babe Ruth and the World Championship Boston Red Sox. And I didn't realize he, he was the guy who brought them to the World Series repeatedly. 
So what are you saying? We made a bad trade? Pitching and... <laughs> yeah, I say you made a bad trade. But he was not only batting, he was pitching I and know, batting. I know, he was a pitcher. How he was a, I mean, it was outrageous. And that you guys... I didn't realize that you guys, up until the time you traded him, had won five World Series titles in 15 years. <laughs> yeah, we were really... We were on a roll back then. Yeah, and the Red Sox fans were, were, were notoriously jaded. That basically you just saw yourselves as a dominating, like the like basically like Yankees fans see their team, unbeatable. Well, the trade was no made to finance a stinky Broadway production. Also, you bunch of no. losers! No. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I didn't know that. I, I, it's that's outrageous. You know, I mean. You know what, though? I think this guy's effort on Mount Everest is completely for nothing because Nick took a dump on the big hill in Gay City Park to put the hex back on the Red Sox. So I think it's been negated. Good work, Nick. Right on a, It was on a Boston cap, right? Yeah. Thank you, dude. Clear crap on a Boston cap. Well, you would think that being inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame would be a great honor, and it is. But Bill Walton says it's on par with his latest honor, and that is being inducted as the first member of the Grateful Dead Hall of Fame. Hmm. That's right. Can I get a vomit sound? Where's my vomit button when I need one? Walton has become the first person ever inducted into the band's Hall of Honor, and he calls it as great an honor as I've ever received. That's a quote. He is, by his count, been to more than 600 dead shows. Get candy. Oh, my God. Well, they knew he was there because he's towering over everybody well, else. he said the first one that he attended, security came out into the audience to ask him to get down off of his chair. And they realized <laughs> that when they realized that he wasn't actually standing on a chair, they invited him to come watch the show from the stage. <laughs> You're blocking everybody's view. He's 6'11". <laughs> oh, man. So who next? Phil Jackson? It's not long before Phil's in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and what do you have to do? Tipper. The Tipper's a big deadhead. <sighs> well, gee, first of all, didn't know it. What a surprise. I've only been to three shows, so I don't think I'm eligible. You've been to three Grateful Dead shows? Yeah. You wasted your money three times? That's right. Oh, my wow. God. Have you ever been to one? No. You would love see, to see How many times have you wasted your money, Nick? I went to over a dozen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but they're awesome Didn't shows. the sandals oh. tell you anything, Dark Side? <laughs> that explains... That speaks volumes. You know nothing about it, Dark Side. You've never been. Nick, I can I've get the same either. thing hanging out in the woods with my friends. It's a no, party. That's oh a my God. Oh, yeah, it's oh, different. A yeah. bunch of smelly, stinky hippies running around the place. You listening should love to that. This. Yeah, you yeah, should love that. I like man. the smelly, stinky hippies, but listening to this? Come on now. You don't find anything redeeming in this music? No. Mm -hmm. No, and this not is really, like no. This is, I mean, this is a hit. A friend of mine hits, used to have stacks and stacks and stacks of Grateful Dead live tapes, and he would always make us listen to it whenever we, he went. We went to his house, and their live stuff was so bad. It You've was just like they were all. Did you know? I was listening to it. He has copies of the bootlegs, and it was like just jams. It was. I mean, so yeah, bad. twenty minutes well, of drums is a little much. It's I one thing to say, you know. What's beautiful here <gasps> is that time has not changed anything with these guys because. When I was in high school, all those years ago, I had friends playing me tapes, too. I'm sitting there listening to this stuff. I go, and it, there was one song where they all started a different song. Yeah. And then, like, in, like five minutes later, it, like, they started playing the same song together. And then I'm listening. I'm going, dude, it's out of tone. 
and they're not even playing the same song. And he goes, well, you need to be high, man. You got to be high to enjoy this. I'm like, if I got to be, I can enjoy sitting in a corner if I'm high. We're going to get into an age-old argument here. I know that because there's deadheads are legion. You know, but there's, and there's people like Darkseid and me and Janice from Staven who we just don't get it. Right, Janice? Oh, yeah, and I was high. <laughs> and I still didn't get it. And my first nightmare of my life, and I still have reoccurring ones, was walking through the vast hallways of the outside, outside part of the Civic Center and, like, a hundred hippies twirling around with their smelly, sweaty, stinky, patchouli oil bodies. See? And trying to get through them like a gauntlet. It was just, oh, my God. I, they just don't oh, get it. A they just don't get it. I'm still, oh, I'm shaking now. <laughs> She's shaking now. She's having a flashback, Janice. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. They're, Garcia's dead. They're not going to play anymore. Okay? I, know, I know. I know. I had a lot of opportunities to go on, you know, check out some of the dead shows, you know, obviously before it broke. I didn't, no, I I could not deal with it. The party atmosphere, that's one thing, but just having to listen to that, no, no. Let's agree that we disagree. All right, okay. Okay? I mean, there are people, I've never, you know what, one thing, I don't think I've ever met anybody who's in the middle ground, I could take them or leave them. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to say that about my own band. I used to say, you know what, I don't want... Someone who says, eh, they're okay. You know, I want people to love me or to hate me. Be passionate about it. So I think Jerry, may rest in peace, would be saying right now, that's all right, man. Mm-hmm. That's all right. I want a freaking reaction. That's what it's all about. It's Get a reaction. It's Jerry who's That's why dead. he wore the makeup and the costumes. <laughs> Jerry who is dead, who this year I believe was still in the top ten musical money makers. That guy <laughs> in little coat. <laughs> that guy in little coat. Uh, so this is a, a little known live tune. Yeah. <laughs> He's on, on a bootleg. That guy in a little coat. This is a jam. Well, around 10% of men say they would use the latest digital technology to remove their mothers-in-law from their wedding photos. Wow, 10%? Only 10%. That's not that high. No. Women, given a chance to use the latest technology, say they would either give themselves a tan or improve their figures in their wedding photos. Poll also revealed that most people are disappointed with their wedding photographers. Over a quarter of newlyweds didn't like any of their official pictures at all. Three quarters of brides admitted to wishing they could alter the photographs. Guests not smiling, bad weather, ugly settings, and pictures featuring strangers or unwanted people were other reasons for newlyweds' disappointment. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Strangers and unwanted people. I look back, well, you know what? You're getting married. No one else here is getting married. And reflecting on that story with my own, you know, my own wedding pictures and stuff like that, I look back at my wedding pictures. We had a big wedding, 300 guests, and I don't recognize the people who were there. We, I was inviting everybody. People who hung out at the clubs were getting invited. And then there's other people, like I say, total strangers. Years later, you can't mm-hmm. remember them. Or you look and say, I can't believe I invited that guy. <laughs> I invited him? You know, and, and by the way, you know, a lot of the, especially when you're younger, a lot of the friends you invite, mm-hmm. they stiff you. They, you know, they don't get it. You know, so there's no there's no money. But that isn't why you invite them, by the way. Which right. I said to so when my mom said, why are you inviting them? They're not going to give you a good gift. And we're not inviting our friends to get a good gift. This is not an out for you, Dark Side, to not get a gift from Beth. Okay? No, the, uh, these guys already said they would go in on a toaster oven. These three, there you go. These three guys. So I thought, mm-hmm. okay. that's great. Yeah, you, you, don't expect, <laughs> you don't really expect it. 
from you don't expect like I didn't expect my friends to come across with big gifts because right. we were in our twenties. We were you know we were you know we were kids. We didn't have a lot of bread. You know you expect it from the adults and stuff like that. But the pictures, a couple of observational things for you, Beth Lockwood. Mm -hmm. Number one. Don't let him waste your whole wedding taking photos. No, yeah, he does. He doesn't do that. I think we've got you a know, big guy. Yeah, we at some point, I guess about halfway through the wedding, and we had a much bigger wedding party. We were getting dragged everywhere to take pictures with everybody and every table. We were missing, and a huge, great party was going on. And finally, I said, "You know what? Is that f this, f this? If we don't have a picture with every friggin' table of people who we're not going to remember anyway." So we just went and had a good time. Some people were a little, you know, kind of bothered by that, but. You know, it's your wedding. You got to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. The second thing, the coolest gift that somebody gave me, this guy was a professional photographer. He worked for Time Magazine. He was a freelance guy. He came down with five rolls of film and just took candid shots. Not the camera on the wet, on the tables. Are you doing the camera on the table, by the way? Uh, I don't know if we will, but I've, I've right, already told you. our photographer we want lots of candids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He just came down. And he says, this is my wedding gift to you. He walked around, just took candid pictures of people enjoying themselves. Not this pose, nice. frozen, mm -hmm. bullcrap. Dark said, remember this if you ever decide to do it. And then he said, at the end of the thing, he says, here. And he gave me five rolls of film. He goes, that's my gift. We developed them, 36 on a roll, you know, taken by a guy who was good with a camera. Those are the best photos we got. The best. All the pose crap, who gives a mm -hmm. crap? These candid ones of people enjoying the moment, of us enjoying the moment. Those are the ones we really treasure. Mm -hmm. As far as those cameras on the table go, watch out with those. I know guys who play in wedding bands, and they get there before everybody else does. They take the cameras in the bathroom. They take pictures of their penises. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I'm not worried about the staff. I'm a little more worried about people in this general vicinity right now. And said you've already revealed that there's an identifying mark on yours. So, oh, one eye is going to the optometrist. Might want to reconsider. Yeah, yeah. They take pictures of their genitals and their asses and their balls. And How drinks. old are people? I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, you hate, you got to be hating life if you're in the wedding band. <laughs> well, another story here. You you nobody sits down and says, I'm going to be in a wedding band when I grow up. It's always like we're going to be a musician and they do that to make some money on the side. So just watch out with those cameras or put them out. After you get there, okay. don't Have leave them on the table. <laughs> yes, apparently everybody has. <laughs> uh, new survey done by Boating Magazine asked fishermen, "What is the best band that you can play to increase your catch?" <laughs> <laughs> is this the opinion of the uh, of, of the boaters? Can you imagine the fish diving to the bottom of the lake when they heard this? Oh, you kidding me? They jump in the boat to this. They want to hear it. Dude, when we were shark fishing, they were playing some pretty mellow music. Very low volume, just in the background. It wasn't like, you know, like... This, I see, I yeah. think this would be nice. It was, it was probably like really like laid back music. I mean, I don't know if you saw... Um, what was the movie with, uh, with, oh God, with the boat that got wiped out by the tidal wave? Um, Perfect Storm. Perfect Storm. When they were fishing, they were when they were going crazy and they were catching all the fish. Like ZZ Top was blasting. Well, know, they were like, but dan, 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 dan. they were going nuts. But. Don't scoff because coming in at number two on the pole was ZZ Top. Whoa! You're kidding me. <laughs> no. 
I had no, I really had no idea. Fisherman they said, said that's good for fishing. They found great success by playing ZZ Top. Number two. Well, I know what I'm playing next time I'm shark fishing because this is way better than that crap they were playing. And number yeah. one, the Stones. What? Yeah. These are people from Boating Magazine. I guess the fish I, like it. They yeah, said we they, gotta do a boat trip this summer, guys. The higher vocal tones, like Alanis Morissette, Dionne Warwick, people who sing high, they said fish do not like that. Don't try any of that stuff. I'm bringing my ZZ Top's greatest hit CD with me next time out. And when this summer, why don't we go out? I mean, uh, look at the guys, but Beth, you're more than welcome to come and go on a shark fishing trip like I did last summer. It was really yeah. cool. Honorable Would mention. Anybody want to go? Oh, uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I'm in. Sure, dude. definitely. Honorable you, mention on that Nick? list was um, another band. I want to rock! <laughs> <laughs> Is that this really was as good for the fishing or bad? Yeah. No, this was this was fantastic. He just brought them right. They dove onto the boat <laughs> and killed themselves. They beached themselves. They beached themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they impaled themselves right on the hooks. They didn't have to throw it in the water. Mm. Great. Well, in Milwaukee, a fireman is in trouble for secretly putting his penis into his boss's coffee mug. <laughs> Don't try this at work. Fire Lieutenant Mark Tomzak admits that he did put his member in Chief William Beers's cup. Pulled a prank while he and other firemen tea? were cleaning the station offices. The incident happened several years ago. However, the chief's son just began working as a fireman and heard the story and reported it to his father. And since then, Lieutenant Tomzak has admitted that, yes, he did pull this prank several years ago. A hearing now has begun. That isn't all he pulled. <laughs> was so? Was he teabagging it, or was oh, I mean, there was yeah, shot? no, I guess that there. Well, what do you mean? It was his penis. <laughs> well, I mean, the question. Remember, I told you about that guy that roadie I had. He used to test the temperature of his beer with his penis in the bar. You have some weird friends. <laughs> <laughs> he used to do it like he'd be sitting there at the bar and he'd be like talking with chicks with a whole bunch of people like you have a group of people talking and all of a sudden while the conversation ensued he'd unzip his fly and he'd put his penis into his beer to make sure the temperature was right with no reaction what's wrong so with maybe, his finger anything I guess the penis is much more sensitive to temperature <laughs> well, what, what did he think was wrong with the beer it's coming right out of the tap right I, I don't know. He, we want it to be room temperature. I got You know, the English like their beer warm. They don't like it cold. Okay. So they need to be room temperature, and this was the best way of telling, <laughs> as far as he was concerned. So maybe this guy was just testing the temperature of his boss's, uh, you know, coffee. Want to make sure it was so. nice and warm. I don't yeah. think so. Todd Thomas, keep, keep an eye on your coffee cup. <laughs> Not that I think any of these guys are going to pull that. I'm just kidding you, Todd. No well, one would ever do that. Uber in England. A man. A sweetheart. A man has uh, spent about $15,000 turning his apartment into the Starship Enterprise. Oh. Tony Allian has built a command console and reshaped the windows to look like portals. The 48-year-old used magazines and NASA records from the Internet to get the authentic look. He even installed vertical lights so he can be, quote, beamed up. And his next job is to make his bed look more space-like. Tony 
who surprisingly is separated from his wife, <laughs> shares the apartment instead with a cardboard cutout of Captain Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> Door handles and roof guttering have lights on them, and he's used other lights to make it look like he is in a force field with a laser beam guarding his apartment. <laughs> Ceiling also wow. looks as if you're peering out into space. Tough to believe she left him. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, uh, it's yeah. You know, it's one thing to be a fan. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, even oh even James T. Kirk himself, William Shatner, would be horrified. Can you imagine he walks in and there's Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> Hello, what was his name on the show? Was um, Jean Luc Picard, right? His oh, real it, name is Patrick, name? Patrick Stewart. Oh, Patrick Stewart. Hello, Jean. He talks to him. <laughs> Jean-Luc. That, that's pretty sad. I know. Loser. <laughs> that's pretty oh, sad. Man. I mean, you what just... What are you talking about? You have, you have your bedroom decorated like Kerry King's house. <laughs> well, I told Slayer you... Slayer Dark right. Side. They told you the other day we were in the office and they were commenting on how they imagined that Sean's apartment were decor was decorated. You know, Nick said, oh, he probably has posters hanging up on the walls. And I said, how old do you think he is? And Dark Side goes, I have posters. <laughs> so I wouldn't doubt that he still has Metallica. I asked yeah, him... Yeah, my if, first yeah. step to maturity was framing the posters. <laughs> I asked him if he had anything in velvet and he just sort of smirked. <laughs> I had a few. <laughs> what was... was Elvis in velvet. When, when uh, you guys went to Nick's apartment, yeah. what was it decorated like or had it already been stripped? <laughs> oh my God. Actually, his apartment is nice. He's got some really nice stuff and, you know, the tag sale is going to be great. However... Yeah, tag sale going on, by the way. However... I hate I to am. say it. I mean, his bathroom was just like, there's like hairs all over the place. Nick. And I don't use that bathroom anymore. That's... This is the, oh. What are you going to do with the Audrey Hepburn poster? Is that uh, for sale? My roommate has that. Oh, you gave it away? Yeah, I gave it to her. Nice little gift. Mm. The what poster was that? The Audrey Hepburn poster. Yeah. Oh. You gave, you gave Audrey Hepburn away? Yeah. You know, I, I could part with that. I can move on. Yeah, I just used to use it when I first moved into the apartment as kind of a intimidation factor. You know, for other girls, like, you got to be just <laughs> yeah. good looking or else you're out, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I yeah, moved that's, on. That's all you used it for, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, his apartment, I never was in his apartment. It wasn't decorated immaturely? It, it had oh, a maturity about no, it? No, no, there was uh, definitely a maturity about it. It was, it was adult-like. I mean, not like... Something Dark Side would have oh, posters. Come on. Get off my did you see dark? Did you see Nick's uh, lampshade? Yeah. Is the that nice for sale, by the way, Nick? The red lampshade will not be for sale. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. That'll be your biggest ticket item right there. I have a smaller red lampshade because I bought a bigger one and a smaller one. <laughs> the big one I got to keep, but the small one might be up for sale. It's a nice Can you explain to the people what's going on with the tag sale? Yeah. Uh, um, Tomorrow, we're going to have some pictures up. We'll, we'll give the web address out tomorrow. I am having a huge liquidation sale <laughs> at my apartment. <laughs> I am, everything must go. Everything <laughs> must go. I am giving the address out on the airwaves. And I'm thinking Tuesday afternoon of next week, um, Sean and I are going to hold an auction. Everything must go. I'm coming over. I have everything yeah. from an entertainment center 
to Leslie's dress. All right, everything must go. I have clothes. And the other girls' bra. Yeah, and girls' bras and everything. So I want it all sold. We're gonna have pictures of the items up that I'm selling. They'll be you'll be able to check them out all weekend long. So Tuesday, if you know what you want, I'll have everything price tagged, and uh, we'll go from there. It's gonna be a fun time, and we're gonna have a keg day. It's gonna be a keg party too. You should give tours. Tours? You should give a tour. Yeah, you should give a tour of the apartment. You know, try to get a quarter a piece or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A buck a piece. Yeah. And then say, this is the bed. You remember this is where <laughs> I puked on my girlfriend. Yeah. This is the bathroom where you masturbated each morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, take them around. Yeah. Notice the stalactites it. on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Everything must go back. Okay. Do we need traffic before I move yeah, on? Yeah. yeah, good idea. Psycho Dan, do it. This traffic report is brought to you by Langen Volkswagen. Drivers wanted at Langen Volkswagen with locations in Glastonbury and Meriden, or check out their website at langenvw.com. We'll start off with New Haven traffic, 91 South. Looks pretty good, just a little bit slow getting down to the 95 merge. 95 South is still a little bit busy from exit 51 leading up to the Q Bridge, but not too bad after that. Uh, Route 8 looks good right now. Traveling on 84 East up here in Hartford. That looks good. It's delay-free. 84 West, still just a little bit messy. We had a crash at exit 58. That'll slow you down all the way up to the uh, Bulkley Bridge rather than out through the downtown tunnel. Still just a little bit slow. 91 South. Traffic beginning to break up now from exit uh, 37. Down to 35 where it's still a little bit heavy because of that uh, crash we had on 84 West, but it gets good heading into town after that. 91 North looks good. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow from exit 5D getting up to the flyover. Over. At 8.46, I'm cycled down with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Well, that lovable pig who delighted millions of kids and adults alike in the movie Babe is facing the axe. The high court in England ordered the pigs be sent to the slaughterhouse because he may have been in contact with animals that have foot and mouth disease. Oh, but no. the owner of Grunty is appealing the decision in a last-ditch battle to save her beloved swine. It's over, Jenny. Rosemary Upton insists there's nothing wrong with Grunty or the 11 other pedigree pigs who have also been condemned to die. She's says the death sentence was based on false information and that there actually is no clinical evidence that Grunty or any of the animals on her farm is infected. Come on, squeal! Squeal! How weird is it that that pig's name and Darkseid's nickname when he was an explicit are the same? (laughs) Grunty. (laughs) 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 Listen to your explicit tape, man. Oh, boy, here we go. Guns and Roses much? (laughs) (laughs) I've got to hear that. I've got to let us hear Explicit. Explicit. It was a very different band than than Moonchild. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, we went in a different direction. (laughs) Yeah, it it was very Guns and Roses influenced for Explicit, but Moonchild had more of a metallic edge to it. Well, it was a tough night Monday night for Carrot Top. He was having drinks at Union Square in New York. When he started laughing at a friend's joke, doubled over at his stomach, and lit his hair on fire with a candle at the table. Uh, His friend said eight inches of flame exploded from his head. The fire was quickly doused, but Caretop is really worried because, of course, his hair is his signature trademark. So he has some singeing. Let me tell you, back in the day when I had the hair... Nothing more terrifying than the smell of burning hair. Didn't you try to insure your hair at one point? Yes, I did. But I would panic. And uh, now you say, why would you smell burning hair? I don't know. But mm-hmm. if I, on occasion, I would get a whiff of burning hair and I would just start whacking my head like a wild man because I wanted to make sure I wasn't bursting into flames. 
especially you know with just all dried as it was from being bleached and everything, mm -hmm. and it, it would just go. I would afraid it would just go up like that. That's the worst nightmare coming true. Yeah, your signature, your trademark, just burns off your head. It's his name, even. You know, your I know, name wasn't top. Yarnhead. He's Carrot Top. He's all about yeah. that hair yeah. and his act. So is he? Was he injured? No, he's fine, but he did have some singeing. So, <laughs> well, how much hair do you have to have to be a carrot top? I mean, he just if he just has a little bit yeah. left, just leave what you got alone. Changes his image. <laughs> well, People Magazine asked women to vote America's top fifty bachelors. There are several different categories. For instance, Russell Crowe was nominated top bad boy. Okay, I can see that. Who who voted for this? Uh, people Magazine, 47,000 people readers. Oh, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. Bruce Willis, also on the list, as was Hugh Grant and Charlie Sheen. They were considered somewhat of bad guys. Yeah, they're definitely bad boys. Uh, the top leading man bachelor was Tom Cruise. He was followed by Dennis Quaid and Alec Baldwin. All, three guys who are all not yet divorced, I don't think. All just separated. Interesting. Already considered bachelors. You ladies aren't waiting for nothing. No kidding, huh? As soon as they step out that doorway, it's like sort of the words out. They're free. Despite the fact that he's been to drug rehab twice, Matthew Perry was voted star women would most like to introduce to their moms. <laughs> interesting. Mom, this is Matthew Perry. Yeah, he's a little bloated now. He's retaining water. It's the alcohol, but uh, he's trying to fight it. In the over 50 category of Bachelors, Robert De Niro, Jack Nicholson, Rod Stewart, and George Hamilton voted onto the list. George Hamilton still hanging yeah, in there. Still tan, still on the list. And when asked, who would you most like to have knock on your door for a surprise visit? What's up? <laughs> no, not Nick. George Clooney won that one, followed by Keanu Reeves, who... Gosh, I don't think I'd open the door. <laughs> Ricky Martin, Benicio Del Toro, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Not that I don't like Keanu, but he's so melancholy. Uh, how do I know it's you, Keanu? Whoa. <laughs> people, whoa. It could be Cousin Chris. I need more than that. I just think he would bum me out, Keanu Reeves. Not yeah, that I don't like his acting, and I think he's attractive, but he just doesn't he seem melancholy to you all the time? Yeah. Seems kind of blue. Yeah. And... You'd expect him to kind of get like all sad on you. Yeah, Maybe start talking right. about his girlfriend who died or something. Like one of those guys. I need somebody who laughs and thinks life is fun. And I don't get that vibe from him. Clooney would be up there. Oh, definitely, yeah. He seems I don't know. Cool. I could have I thought of a better list than that. Yeah. So who would. Now I'm going to ask you that question. Who would I so like I think, to have knock on the door? No, I was going to ask, who would you like to have knock on the door? I already know that Rob Lowe. Hello, Rob. Hello, Robert. <laughs> I've been no, expecting No, I'm just trying to think you. who the listeners out of this show would like to have knock on the door. Oh, out of you guys? It's got yeah. to be you, D. I would hope. I mean, purely on personality, you know. I mean, with Nick, you know, Nick, dark side, well, he might start farting. <laughs> I mean, there's not much competition around here. Sean, start start just feel groping himself. This is where like it all begins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it all begins. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, you know what my greeting's going to be, right, Dark Side? <laughs>
Who is it? Of course, you get the I want to rock on the other side of the door. <laughs> Lentino, you got the what's up. What, what would you have for Psycho? Um, I, I don't know. be his greeting? He doesn't have a greeting. We'll have to come up with one for him. Yeah, we'll have to work on something. I mean, when and he was Sean's leaving, dream- he would say he just, you know, came to give the modern rec report. Right. He- so you want to knock on the door from Rob Lowe? Sean wants to knock on the door from Rob Halford. <laughs> Two Robs, very different knock on the door. <laughs> and we didn't get to this yesterday. I did just want to mention this. Remember, we alluded to the fact that somebody from Survivor 2 would be posing naked in Playboy, and it looks like that's going to be Jerry. Amber told Craig Kilborn that Jerry has plans to pose for Playboy. Cool. Well, what do you think, Doc Side? You're a survivor, Brian. Sometime later this summer. Uh, what do you think? Her attitude was just a total turnoff. I mean, she's a good looking woman. I know, but just knowing that she's a good looking woman and all, but. I think her attitude was a turn on. She was bitchy. Like that. Well, you are in the minority because apparently she was universally hated. People just could not stand her. But I didn't know anything about her, and I saw, you know, some pictures of her. And she was, you know, wearing the bikini, draping herself all over the beach, laying on the ground. Like She was, like, asking for it almost, you know. Yeah. Not that anybody's asking for it, but no, it should be no surprise. And she'll probably look really good in there. Mm-hmm. But, Dark Side, that won't, you won't be able to, will you look? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, if you had to pick one, I mean, since you're the survivor... You know, if you, I mean, you know all the players. Yeah, I definitely think Amber would well, have been, been cool. Well, she was on the cover of, what was it, For Him magazine? Or yeah, See, I missed that one. Or what's the other, Maxim? No, it's just coming out. Maxim? It it? Just, I think it's just coming out, I Maxim or something. I saw one of the photos. Yeah. She looks really dynamite. Yeah, she's, she was a good-looking woman. I mean, Jerry's got a good body and all, so it'll be a good Oh, spread, Jerry had a killer body. Yeah, but uh, it's just, I, you know, oh, it's just her attitude kind of really... Turns people, you know, turns people. See, so off. you found a turnoff: attitude and dirty feet. What about and, you? And farts. And yeah. farts, right? And farting. What about all three? Uh, what, Nick? What about you? Which uh, survivor would you like to see nude? Yeah. Don't say Richard. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody did, didn't they? Uh, yeah. I don't think I would like to see Jerry. I mean, I can't think of too many other women who are out there. Besides Everybody liked that, that Elizabeth, right? Yeah, well, and she was cute, but her body, I mean, she didn't have much to offer besides like a nice yeah, ass. Yeah, Jerry was kind of voluptuous. Yeah, and she had, you know, nice rack. What about Rudy? Long legs. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy... Rudy's, he's a looker, D. Yeah, he's like got a lot going on, that, Rudy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? But you didn't talk about the case, um, the court case that's going on. Yeah, it's pretty convoluted. It's from the first survivor. We did talk about it at one point, yeah. Well, no, but I saw some actual testimony. Now they've got... Uh, they've Is it got, on Court TV? Is that where they're running it? No, they released some of it to the press, where basically one of the guys... I don't know the players. I know, I so, don't either. But one of the guys said that the producer of the show suggested to him that it would be advisable. It would be it would be better for it would be better if um, which was the girl who was complaining she was voted off dark side that she was unjustly voted off from the, the first one who's suing them. Yeah. You know who that Stacey? is Stacy. Is that Stacey. right? Yeah, if Stacy was voted off and Rudy stayed. And this guy said that he personally felt that because of Rudy's age and attitude that Rudy was going to be the guy he voted off. But because Mark Burnett, the producer of the show, said this to him, he thought the guy knew something that he didn't know and it was the producer of the show. 
And he said it definitely affected his vote. He definitely changed his vote. And he was definitely influenced by the comments this guy made to him. Hmm. And this was a this was this was a you know a videotape that he made that's going to be entered in the court record. So should be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be like a big scandal or something like that. Maybe there's a lot more going on. People know. Hmm. How would you feel about that dark side if that was true? Uh, I'd close my eyes to it because you know. Because he's Yeah, it's a good show. They're doing the Kenya one now, mm -hmm. and I'm looking forward to that one. So I don't want anything just like swaying me in the other direction. There'll always be Temptation Island, Dark Side. Uh, yeah, no uh, kidding. It's coming back. Uh, okay. Detroit All right, and one of, the listeners, oh, one of the listeners called in and said that uh, that Psycho Dan's opening line should be, Here's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Detroit over the Yankees, 5-2 yesterday. Red Sox beat Tampa Bay, 8-2. Mets, 4-3 over Montreal. Clouds, some showers possible today and in the mid-70s. Tonight, those showers continue down into the 60s, and for tomorrow, a few more showers, maybe a thunderstorm, and into the mid-70s. 65 at 8.59. Actually, coming up next, Shame of the City, right, Nicholas Lentino? And a song parody. We've got another winner, and we're going to share it with... Well, no, no, I'm sorry. Not a winner. This is not a winner, not a winner, not a winner. I was looking at the snide remark thing. We've got one of those a little bit later in the show. We have a snide remark. Somebody won D-Day invitations. We'll play that a little later. We do have another song parody to play for you. We'll check it out. Also, shame of the city. Nick hit the streets once again with his faithful companion, Sean. And uh, we'll save the setup when we get there. But you guys, you've been very closed-mouthed about this uh, shame of the city. Yeah, I have no idea what you did. Hmm. I have no clue whatsoever what you guys did. Mm. But you were kind of smirky. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> okay, you let, you let your work speak for itself? Yeah, well, we'll tell people when we get back what we did. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, so stick around. Hey, D, you got to oh. give uh, D-Day uh, invitations oh. right here. F 50 seconds to do it. Okay, every hour today, D-Day 2 invitations will be given away on Radio 104. And we'll give away a pair right now to call number 10 at 860-666-4444. The party's next Friday, June 29th, Six Flags, New England, in Agawam, Mass., 6 a.m., baby, if you can't be there to join the party from the get-go and enjoy all the entertainment that's going to be there, including local legends, The Flames, Seven Mary Three, the band that did Cumbersome, the new single Wait's going to be performing, special guests. Don't even bother to call. 860-666-4444. Stick around. Shame of the City is next. This is D-Signer Radio. It's Radio 104. It's too far gone. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I offend it. He has a name. You call him by his name. D. Snyder Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter Van There's There's something. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 666-4444. On Radio 104. Hi, we're back. Chris from Bristol. One D-Day invitations. Have no fear. All day today. Every hour. Is this through, I guess, the usual, through Carlito's show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not after Carlito's show, right, Nick? Nick doesn't know. Okay. No, no, I'm I didn't have my mic up. Yeah, through Carlito's show. 
Okay. That's, I mean, that's the usual. I just wanted to make sure. Because when you say every hour, you know, it can be uh, a little misleading. But the hours that count <laughs> through Carlito's show, you can win a pair of D-Day invitations. And we've got another pair to give away this hour as well. And we're going to give away a pair uh, along with a Snyder Mark voicemail line. But right now, I want to talk to you about uh, Rob Dibble tomorrow on D-Snyder Radio. He'll be calling in, and we'll have uh, Mick Foley, WWF legend Mick Foley in the studio. He's in town doing a book signing at the Walmart in Bristol, his new book, Foley is Good. I want to tell you about the song parody contest because tomorrow is the last day to have it postmarked. Get in. I, you know all about it, all right? So get your song parodies into us. D. Snyder Radio, 10 Columbus Boulevard, Hartford, Connecticut, 06106. That's the address. I'm sorry, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if we get song parodies in that are not postmarked on Friday, we're not even going to open the envelope. So if you put some plea in there, oh, something happened, my equipment broke down. We have to draw a line somewhere. We've, get, we've got a lot of them, a lot of good ones. I don't know how we're going to choose already. Some of the ones I've heard have just been outstanding. Okay? All the information on this is on the website at Radio104.com. And while you're there, check out the grand prize. It's a Sea-Doo GTS personal watercraft valued at over $8,000. This is a three-seater that you can tow a skier or a boogie boarder behind. This will make your summer if you win it. We also have brand new DVD players for runners-up. So that's pretty cool as well. And the winner is based on creativity, originality, how much it makes us laugh. You want to know what we're talking about? Here's a sample. Who is this guy who, uh, for this Jim Lynch is this guy's name. This is not a winner, mind you. Necessarily. He might be a winner. Yeah, yeah we, we haven't decided. So you may have heard one of the a winner. We, we haven't decided yet. We have still so many to listen to. We're just playing one a show. And you, trust me, we got way more than five or ten. We got dozens, okay, that we have to listen to. So check it out. This is Jim's offering.
I just need to know how this is being laid out here with Seamus City. We're going to have to take a break in the middle of it or what? I have a feeling we may have to, yeah. Okay. Good enough. Okay, well, let's... Nick, you and Sean have been very closed-mouthed. You haven't told... We had no idea. See, usually we make suggestions as to what they should do. At least I was not in on the planning of this one. And you just sort of took off one day. Very early, as a matter of fact. I remember it was unusually early. You said, listen, can we not have our meeting after the show? we got to go. Do you yeah. want to set this up? Yeah. Uh, well, the weather's getting warmer. Lots of perspiration out there. Aww. So uh, Sean and I were a little worried about people's smell. You know, we were, we were policing <laughs> the smell of people in Hartford, and we uh-huh. brought along a little uh, brute by Fabergé with us to kind of remedy the problem as a, you know, just something that we could do at that moment, you know, and made some wow. suggestions about how some people could clean themselves up. So B.O. is the shame of the city. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Where did you go for this? Um, we went right in downtown Hartford, lovely downtown B.O. capital Hartford. of Connecticut. Yeah, it was a sunny day uh, a few days ago, so yeah. We All right, well, let's see what happened when Nick and Sean hit the streets. Yes, sir. We've been sent from uh, Fabergé in Hartford. We're doing a uh, secret <laughs> project. No longer does he work for Governor John Jay. Now he works for Fabergé. <laughs> similar. It's similar. Study yeah. on uh, people's smell. Obviously, you're here in Hartford working, and you're part of the populace. I guess so. You guess so. Do you use deodorant after you shower? Nope. 
Well, why? I don't need it. Once I shower, I don't need deodorant. Really? You need deodorant before I shower. I beg to differ, sir. You would? <laughs> yes, sir, sometimes you can't see the forest through the trees, though. Well, I've been doing it for all of my life. Oh, now we yeah. can't smell. <laughs> Did he smell? Yeah, he has a rank about him. Is he, yeah, so yeah. he's lying to himself that he doesn't need deodorant? Uh, yeah. Yeah. How did you pick this victim? <laughs> God, how could you tell he didn't use deodorant from looking at him? Well, you know, we were hanging around. What we did instead of walking around and moving around like we normally do, we staked out people who we thought might smell a little <laughs> bit and followed them around for a little while. What was your first, you know, like what would be your first clue um, that they might smell? I usually mean, look. Look? Yeah, look about him, yeah. Like, that guy probably stinks. Like, if we saw Dark Side, we would go up to him immediately, you know? Okay, good example, good example. Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't see any reason why I need the deodorant. Uh, it's offensive, sir, to a lot of the people that we've been commissioned It would by. be when I get through playing tennis. I imagine the odor would be offensive. But in the normal course of the day... It's the olfactory senses, sir. You're right. <laughs> See, they're coming down on, on us hard. The pressure is on us now, and we got to put the pressure on you. Well, you're not putting any pressure on me. I'm just telling you how I feel. Yeah, but it can't happen. That's what we're trying to tell you. You know, we, we got to let... You may have something there, but I'm still not going to change. I'm your best friend right now, I'm sir. Wrong, I'm looking I'm out for you. the wrong customer for you. Uh, well, we have a product here. Last week, he was somebody's <laughs> worst enemy. Now he's their best friend. I'm just looking out for him. I'm your best friend right now, sir. <laughs> it's brute. It's Fabergé, sir. So what does Fabergé have that the others don't have? It's a fine product, sir. Tradition and excellence and um, the way you smell. Yeah, so do the Fabergé people tell us. But, sir, I mean, we've noticed that your smell is offensive and we need you to splash some of the sun for us today. This is part of our commission. Sir, splash that on, please, sir. <laughs> yeah. Don't tape it. <laughs> what was it? He smell it? He didn't or care did he, for it? No, he put a little bit on and said, "Ugh," <laughs> and then he said, "Not to tape them anymore." <laughs> he doesn't care for brute products. No. Hmm. Okay, well, Brute's a fine product. Should have brought I mean, some uh, high karate out yeah. there. Yeah, where did you get a bottle of Brute? They still make that? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know Personal that either. Stash, Sean? Sean? Oh, of course. <laughs> no, Sean said, oh, yeah, they still smell uh, sell Brute. We went to a pharmacy and picked some up. <laughs> See my girlfriend's uh, father. He's still got it. Yeah. It's great, too, because it's like a dollar for like a gallon. <laughs> yeah. Brute. You can bathe in it. Hmm. What are you doing today, Mr. How are you doing, man? Uh, good, thanks. Uh, we're from Fabergé. Fabergé? Fabergé. The egg makers. The what? The egg makers. No, not eggs. Where are you from, sir? Oh, it, it, I'm from Weathersfield. And, uh, what do you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they... Does Fabergé make those eggs? Yeah, what are different. Those, eggs? those are those are collectible eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that, Nick? Uh, no, he yeah. explains they, that a little bit. Yeah, Fabergé eggs. They decorate yeah. them. They're they they're very expensive. It's like Limoges a, boxes, mm. Fabergé eggs. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that guy wasn't insane, by the way. Okay. Doing <laughs> here in uh, in Tsarist Russia. The Tsar had Fabergé make these eggs. There's only about 15 of them in existence. They're priceless. Never heard of the Fabergé eggs? You've never heard of the Fabergé that markets <laughs> the most exclusive, best, widely used cologne in the world? 
I do. But they're known for their eggs. But anyhow, go ahead. Yes, I do. You well, guys work for Fabergé? Or you yeah, we're out here. On, we're doing market testing. Uh, we've noticed that um, as we're walking by and as we're talking to you that this, you might have a serious problem here. And we're just out to... What kind of problem? Your rank, sir. My what? You, your rank. My rank? My body odor? Yes. That's correct, sir. Okay. Jeez, my heavens. Now you're hitting below the belt. I've tried everything. Probably a lot of your competitors, but uh, oh. tell you what. <laughs> oh, this is no. so sad, Nick. <laughs> he has a problem. <laughs> he's, he's tried everything. He stank. Well, yeah. he can't help it. He's not like that other guy. Hey. He uses deodorant. Hey, this is a problem that's going on, so we're oh, just trying to fix it. I for this guy. <laughs> Send a couple of free samples of Fabergé my way, and uh, we'll go from there. What do you think? So we have some for you now that we need you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is Brute, though. Does Fabergé make it Brute? It's brute is Fabergé, sir. <laughs> it's good stuff, sir. I guess it is. Is this a free sample? Uh, no. Splash a little on, uh, sir. A devil. Hey, I mean, that's that bottle is going for five seventy-five right now. <laughs> Guys, I'll catch you all later, man. <laughs> yes, sir. He was a good sport. How are you doing? Yeah, he was a very no good kidding. sport. <laughs> very good sport. Was now was he a uh, what type of uh, blue collar, white collar? No, he looked like a average guy, mid thirties, had a checkered shirt on, <laughs> red hair, mustache. So what? What you're telling him cut. is that you, as workers for Fabergé, can't afford to give up more than a splash. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Have a little, send a couple samples my way. Huh. This is all we got, sir. <laughs> Good, how are you today? I'm pretty fine, thanks. What's up? Yes. Uh, well, things aren't fine all the way around for you right now. Um, we're from Fabergé. We're doing, uh, we've been doing field tests. Mm -hmm. And I, I think you know what the problem is. No, I don't. Uh, to put it bluntly, sir, it's a pungent stench. What is? The smell that's coming from your armpits. Well, I'm sorry about that. Can't help it. Sir, but it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Sean, you're really coming, coming to your own here in this character. <laughs> you're so cruel. <laughs> and you, you're doing it with the whole scumbag Enfield look going on? Yeah. No lab coat? No lab coat. We're actually trying. I mean, how, how come nobody responds coming from you? Am I going to take that seriously? No offense. <laughs> Beth, I'm you know, very serious <laughs> He's about very that. professional out there. Sean's been no, known he's very to carry a little something something on really hot days himself. <laughs> yeah, but I've, oh my God, Beth. I've fixed that. Might want to look into Fabergé yourself, Sean. Oh. Yeah, you may want more than a splash, my friend. <laughs> You too, Nick. <laughs> Offending the city of Hartford right now. Well, they'll get over it. Sir, I don't know if they will. I'll have to live with it. Get over it. We're here to help you, though, sir. Well, this I, is... I'm going to have to decline your help. I'm gonna... We brought some Fabergé splash on lotion. I don't use sir, that. It's, it's Fabergé, sir. I understand, but I don't use it. It's good stuff, sir. It's probably, it could be the greatest stuff in the world. I don't use it. It is the only... This guy actually reeking? Yeah, he stank. He really smelled bad. Now, how do you spot them? I mean, do you, are they sweaty well, or something? we're out there for a few hours. It was a long project process to find yeah. people who actually, you know, carried body odor that we could tell. But, you know, he You guys smelled. must have stunk by the end of that project. Yeah, we were pretty smelly, <laughs> Because it too. was about 90 in humor. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty rough day. All right. 
products though. We just need you to splash some on temporarily for now to no, cover up for no, a little while. I don't use it. No, no, no. I can smell it from here. Sir, but I live with it. Can you smell yourself? Once in a while. No. Are you offended and insulted by yourself right now? By myself? No. But thank you anyway. <laughs> We're from uh, Fabergé. <laughs> No, Are you offended thanks. and insulted by yourself? He thanked you for asking. <laughs> these people, actually, these people are more civil than the people who were eating. God, no kidding. Mm. How weird, you know? How weird was that? That that like is a real like you really crossed the line. Everything you've done, we were eating. They were really ugly. Mm, yeah. I guess people are stunned to be told they smell, <laughs> even by people who work for Fabergé. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, we need to, uh, we're out on commission today. What do you want from me? There's been problems with your stench. Problem with what? With your stench, sir. I have no idea what you need from me. We need you to smell better. Oh, this is one of those perfume type things. Yes. The colognes and all, whatever, okay. Uh, it's not one of it, it's the Fabergé. The brew? By Fabergé, sir. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, we've been sent to help you. <laughs> is it really brewed or? There's no imitations. Generic okay. brute. We're just trying to pull you aside and let you know without embarrassment. Is it really brute? <laughs> <laughs> oh CVS brand brute. Well, I would have said just because they still make this stuff. How old is this bottle? And they still make it. Embarrassing you in front of the public here and letting you know that you do smell. The people at work, you know, they don't need to know about this. Agreed? Agreed. I'm just going to put it right here. Just Dab a little on, sir. Little on the earlobes wouldn't hurt, sir. Uh, I don't want it in my earlobe. That's fine. <laughs> and as far as one thing that we don't want to do here, we realize that you have some ethnic backgrounds, and we don't want to mess with the Pakistani gods. Right now. Well, you can mess with them. I have no problem. The who? <laughs> the Pakistani gods? How did you know he was Pakistani? Well, I could tell. I mean, by his color and everything and the way he talked. He was an Indian dude. Oh, yeah. You have a good eye for that kind of thing. You can tell the difference between an Iraqi, a Pakistani, an Iranian. Uh, the Middle East is very... I, I mean, I'm sure they, you know, they can, but I find it really tough to discern. I mean, you know... Yeah. I could you tell. Could tell. I could tell a Pakistani guy when I see him. A Pakistani guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, dude, we need to. Uh, oh, I, don't well, I just wanted. Is this guy finished? Uh, yeah. 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 He's well, done. I'm, yeah, that guy's okay. done. Dark side. All right. Cool. Well, let's take a break. Come back. You got more. <laughs> How much more brutal can you guys be? Well, we talked to a guy from New Jersey in a little you bit. You changed the product to brutal. <laughs> okay. All right. Stick around. Shame of the City continues when we return with more D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Zip, zip. I'm On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. What is there to talk about? Oh, let's go. Oh, and I'm gonna take it. Starting to sound like somebody we know. On Radio 104. Everybody's looking to win invitations for the social event of the season, D-Day 2, the second anniversary of D. Snyder Radio. Happening live from Six Flags, New England, in Agua, Massachusetts. But you got to win them. We're going to have a thousand guests there. There'll be all kinds of special tchotchkes and goodies to be had. Enjoy 
the sounds of the legendary flames from here, right here in Connecticut. And Seven Mary Three, the, the guys who sang Cumbersome, they got that new single, Wait. They're going to be performing there live at the Batman Theater. And anybody can come after 9 o'clock. We're opening the doors wide at 9 a.m. for the last hour of D-Day 2. And you got to pay $10.04 with a special downloadable coupon at Radio104.com. Special admission price for the day. Take the day off. Make a day of it with your friends or your family. Six Flags, a great place to hang. It is D-Day all day. Radio 104 will be broadcasting all day long. And what we told people to do, yeah, you can be calling number 10 and what have you. And by the way, we're going to give away another pair of uh, D-Day invitations with what we learned today in just a little bit. But we said, you know, you can pick up the phone, dial 860-723-6071, leave us a message saying how D-Snyder Radio affected your life. How D Sign Radio affected your life. And you could win. Just be a little creative. And here's a winner. This guy is, survey says, Marty. That's one D Day invites. Listen to what he had to say on our Snide Remarks voicemail line. How D Snyder Radio has affected my life. Well, I now talk in sound bites. My family and I were at Bike New York, you know, 40,000 people getting ready to bike through all five boroughs. And it was just this wonderful feeling in the early in the morning, and I had to yell, This is where it all begins! <laughs> this is where it all begins! <laughs> all right, he talks in sound bites. <laughs> Look at the effect you're having on people, Dark Side. That's cool. <laughs> people do. I find myself saying those phrases, too. It's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> What's with the motorcycle? He was at a motorcycle convention. No, no, no. I think it was cycling, cycling. right? He was cycling. It was the, in New York. They have bicycles. They go around all the boroughs. They close down the roadways. It's mm -hmm. pretty cool. You get to bicycle over bridges and stuff. It's, it's a cool thing. No, Dan, that does not make you gay if you ride bicycles, okay? You're a cyclist. That's a weird comment. You're a weird, weird person, Mr. Tennis Racket. Who do you talk about? Anybody. Okay? All right. Okay, Marty, you're coming to the party. Marty's coming to the party. You can shout out your sound bites there. Feel free. Now it's time to get back to Nick and Sean, the shame of the city. They're approaching people who smell with brute. Sir? I don't want to talk on that. Uh, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> it's not a pleasant sight to see you either right now. I mean that in the most respectful way. Um, we're here, we've been sent by Fabergé. We're conducting, we've been conducting uh, secret test studies on the human smell. Are you aware of what's going on? Have you read about it in the paper? Pardon me? We're here from Fabergé. I don't quite understand. Uh, we're here to help you. Um, we've realized the pungent smell that's coming from you. Were you in the war, sir? Well, yes, I was. Two? No, I was in the Vietnam War. Oh, no. How old are you? Okay, obviously you're not getting the credit that you deserved in the first place anyway for your commitment to your... What are you saying, Beth? I mean, the guy was in the Vietnam War. You're asking if he's in World War II. That's a huge age disparity. No, he looked a lot older. <laughs> he looked like a World People War in World War II are around 80 now. Okay, just so you know. <laughs> People in World War... In Korean War, around 70. Oh. And people who were over Vietnam are in their 50s to early 60s. Did your dad serve by any chance? He was in the Army, yeah. Yeah? 
um, he's about my dad's age. So it was during the Korean War times. Was he stationed? Yeah, over it here was. In the uh, it was no. He was. It was. <laughs> Job. What's that? No, 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 no. The <laughs> Korean War was what in 1950. He served a couple of years after that. Yeah, it was actually. I think it was uh, 50. I don't know the exact years. 52. So 54. 50 to 54 around that time. But some people didn't go overseas. Your dad was lucky. Okay, let's continue. So this is our way of our commitment to you with the Fabergé. Okay. Um, it's a fine product. I recognize it. Well, we want to help you with this. Use this product so you feel better about about yourself. We can't hide your feelings from Nam, but we can help you with your smell. I don't believe I'm interested. Samples free, sir. It'll help you. You got a good splash on there. You smell great. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you. So you, you smell better you. already. I hope so. Do you feel better? <laughs> oh, you bet. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for you right now, too, because I know that there are a lot of scumbags wa walking around Hartford <laughs> who don't even know what <laughs> was going on in Vietnam. Excuse the language, sir. I know. I know. So I was in the Army myself, sir. Is that right? That's correct, sir. Uh, his service was nothing in comparison. It wasn't <laughs> even a blip on the meter. Actually, it was below the meter, sir. I, I believe that. Sometimes that happens, but you got to serve your country. Yes, but, um, sir, you were crawling in the jungle with maggots all over your head protecting <laughs> us, sir. And I appreciate that. Mm, and we're just trying you. to help you. I mean, sometimes you can't... This guy is just trying uh, to get the hell out of here at this point. He's like, I've send me back myself. to Nam. Get me away from these guys. <laughs> Crawling with God. maggots over your head. You know, you know a lot uh, about the war, I guess, huh? Yeah. American studies? Yeah, that's right. Sure, the maggots. That was a problem. D.D. orangutans in the forest. I hear you. You couldn't... What orangutans? Yeah, we missed the line. I don't know. What did you say? I don't know. Something like sometimes you can't see the orangutans in the forest. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I missed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Mm, and we're just trying you. to help you. I mean, sometimes you can't see the orangutans in the forest. I hear you. I, you couldn't see anything over there. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What's that? I'm fine, thanks. Oh, okay. <clears throat> you know what's going on today? No. We're from Fabergé? Mm-hmm. Did you know? I'm... I'm out of town. Where are you from, sir? I'm from New Jersey. Oh, you're from New Jersey? <laughs> yeah. So. Obviously, you don't know about the anal laws, do you? What? None. They don't have the anal laws in New Jersey, do they? What are you playing, this guy? The anal laws? <laughs> yeah, but they're strict laws. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. No. Well, we're enacting those laws today, and we've heard... About you and New Jersey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what you mean. Well, we're going to show you what we mean. We've been here to help you today. We're mm -hmm. from Fabergé. It's Brooksburg. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Now I'm talking. Uh, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. Please understand that the factor has been accounted for that you are coming from New Jersey. <laughs> However, um, you yourself, sir, that's what we're trying to fix here. You know, it only takes. One stone to build a big block. <laughs> He's got a million of them today. <laughs> oh, are you Confucius? <laughs> Confused this. Yes. It takes one stone to build a big block? Yeah. Don't you mean it takes many stones? <laughs> Not that that's even a phrase. You can't see the orangutans in the trees. It's a start. 
Okay. All right. Let's help you, sir. Sir, you're speaking in uh, a language that I don't understand. I don't know what you mean. Uh, believe me, I don't know. We need, you're joking we mean, or are you serious? Sir, we mean there's a pungent smell coming from your armpits. Okay. Understand that. In your head, in your face. And we want to help you by Fabergé. No, I don't want them Fabergé. Sir, your hand, please. No, sir. Do I you don't have want any them. friends? I don't. Yes, I do, but I don't. I didn't need that. So I mean, I don't know what you obviously notices schism uh, in your relationship with them recently. Yeah, commission off by your friends. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know what you're talking about, and believe me. If your friends so, in Jersey, they want to help you. They want to see you better, and they want to feel better. We're trying to save you from embarrassing yourself, sir. If you feel better about yourself, they'll feel better about you. You're kidding me, right? Sometimes you can't see any cats in the litter, sir. So, take, take this thing out of my face, please. You're a freak with a microphone. You, he said you can't... Now what was you conf confuse us? Did you just say you can't see the crabs in the water? You can't see the cats in the litter? Yeah, yeah. Why were you talking like that? <laughs> I don't know. That's your new thing. Yeah. Talking, you're like uh, you're like Dan Rather with all these sort of country sayings. Well, They're Hartford sayings. You know, one thing that I think would make the Fabergé people happy, not to have representatives like Nick and Sean, but that every person knew the product. Everybody knew Brute. Brute? Well, they didn't know it was Fabergé, though. No, but that's but all right. They knew Brute. Yeah, Brute from Fabergé. Okay. Sometimes, you know... You can't see the a-hole in the production room. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, you always can. Yeah, I see him perfectly right now. All right, shame of the city. Nick and Sean out there embarrassing people, humiliating people. Surprisingly, no hostility. I know. They're the, walking up to people and saying you stink. And, and do you have any feelings about why they wouldn't be, they'd be so angry about being told that they were eating like slobs? Yet they were not hostile when you told them they smelled. I don't know. I don't. I don't think people like to be bothered when they're eating. That's what I feel. That's why I said it was primal, you know. But you, I mean, you, it's just amazed how relaxed people were. I would have taken hmm. your head and buried it in my armpit. <laughs> <laughs> just give you a little wipe. Oh, you like that? Here, smell this. Yeah. Get down and dirty. Get inside. Take a good look. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. It's time for What Do We Learn Today? Make it good, people. 860-666-4444 because we got a pair of D-Day invitations to give you if we like what you learned. Call now. Join the party. The real party next Friday, D-Day 2, the second anniversary of D-Snyder Radio when we perform broadcast live from Six Flags, New England. Okay. All right, give us a call. We'll be back with what we learned today. It's next on D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. You'll make it yours as well. Call D now. 666-4444. That's the whole idea. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're going to get back to the old school. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's old and brittle. I think you're all right. Oh, that explains a lot. Radio 104. Cal's waiting in the wings. Nick is on the phone doing an interview with some wrestler. Do you know what wrestler it is? Edge. 
Oh, Edge. Oh, it's a good guy. Yeah. We've known yeah. Edge before. It? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's just that it was so late in the show when they called in. It was just too late to do something. Edge is a good guy. <laughs> I don't think he thinks much about me after that conversation. You look like you were reading from a prepared sheet of questions sent to you. Uh, yeah, it says King of the Ring this Sunday, Edge versus Rhino. That's my prepared oh. sheet. Nice. <laughs> Rhino. I never heard of Rhino. Sean, yeah. you hear of Rhino? Yeah, he's relatively new, though. He's a nobody. New guy. Yeah, okay. well, I'm sure you'd appreciate I'd your assessment. Any, but any one of us can kick his ass. <laughs> Even me, Sean? Even you, Beth. Oh, thanks. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we'll hear from The Edge another time. Uh, it's going on right now. It's time to do a little singing because it's time for what we learn today. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Pair of D-Day 2 invitations on the line. Justin from Ansonio. Good morning. Good morning, D. What did you learn today, Justin? I learned that Nick can find another use for the brute as Nick Lentino, OBGYN. Oh. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, uh, I do. Uh, just a little splash. A little extra cheese on the taco. <laughs> oh, oh. <It's> really? <laughs> not necessary. It was, it was veiled. <laughs> it was. It was subtle. Uh, Beth, you want me to skip you for a minute while no, you regroup? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, this just proved my point. You know, again, I won at the male sex related family feud you guys aren't the mysteries that you think you are you're pretty easy to figure out most of the I time I wonder if it's you or if it's you know if the other women out there are equally as on to us I'm pretty sure <laughs> well you, you don't know have what us fooled. I think the fact that you know just the simple fact that I walk through life with no woman ever showing as much as a slightest expression <laughs> no eye contact no smile no body language no hair toss nothing nothing i think that pretty much says that they're on to us okay at least they're on to me let's talk to eric from waterbury the eric from waterbury what's going on d how's it is this the eric who writes in all the time yeah that's me again there you go eric how's it going buddy what'd you learn today well, I learned that if you're at a Grateful Dead show and you run out of weed. <coughs> oh. Well, All right, hold on, Eric. We lost you, you. Yeah, we lost you there, but ho hold on. We'll try and come back to you. And you run out of weed? And what? Darkside Dave. I'm dying. Speaking, speaking of weed. <laughs> New tune for the day? Yeah, I'm a little upset, D. I'm a little pissed. Why is that? My boys, once again, dissed by the surveys. It really is starting to tick me off. It's starting to get me upset. But you think this is good music for fishing? If you ask me, if you're going fishing, doesn't matter if you're doing lake fishing, off the shore, in a boat, in a river, doesn't matter. If you're fishing, this is the music that is going to catch the fish. I don't want to hear nothing about these special lures that help it. No, 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 no. This is the lure. Welcome to the jungle, this fish. This is the bait right here. You're going to This is the bait. This is the power bait right here. Oh, the fish, you 
Okay, maybe do a song parody on that. Okay, let's see. Let's go see if um, uh, we couldn't talk to Eric from Water. Let's see if Eric from Waterbury's back. Eric, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, we lost. We got up to. If you run, can't find weed or you can't get weed, what was it? No, if you're at a great dead show and you run out of pot, the music just sucks. Oh. oh. <laughs> yes, it does just suck, no doubt. I mean, that's the opinion of me and Dark Side. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, differing opinion. People get old. Again, I said this before with the Dave Matthews Band. Do you really care if I like the music? Don't get crazy. You know, different strokes for different folks. I'm sure you're not too crazy about Slayer either. Uh, let's talk to Brad from Pleasant Valley. Brad, it's D. Hey, how you doing, D? I'm good, man. What'd you learn today, Brad? Well, after hearing the letter earlier this morning about the different mating calls of birds and, and Darkseid uh, farting at the lady the other day, <laughs> I'd say, if the Wookiee farts at you, fear not, for it says he likes you. <laughs> there you go, clearly. Clearly, it's just a sign of affection from the Wookiee. A little something. He likes to spray the room. <laughs> See, guys? Nick, Sean, he likes you guys. Great. Mm. I wish you hated like, me. I wish you didn't show his affection so much. <laughs> you should see what I do when I hate people. <laughs> he loves you guys. Uh, let's. Oh, oh, well, speaking of Nick, Nick, what's up, brother? Um. <laughs> <laughs> In the butt. <laughs> yeah, that's part of what I learned today. That a lot of women are there. Are a lot of guys out there aren't finding uh, women reeling them in with a nipple rub. I'd like to uh, bring that back a little bit. When yeah. was that ever in? Yeah. Uh, late 80s. Bring it back. That's your question. <laughs> hey, bring now, on the bitches. Late 80s when you were in, uh, what, freshman year of high school? <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you a question. In the calf. Yeah. You um, do go out. You are the swinging single guy we got on, on board here. So you go out and you're out and about. Mm -hmm. uh, and women... Many of them do find you to be attractive, and you're always getting letters from girls offering, you know, themselves and saying they want to meet with you and hook up with you. Mm -hmm. So when you're out and you look across the room and a girl's looking at you and she starts rubbing her nipple, mm -hmm. <laughs> are you going to go over and say hi? Well, if she's attractive, of course I am. That's an attention get. What if she's not attractive? Wouldn't you be curious anyway? Uh, it depends. If she was not attractive in a kind of slut way, then I would definitely be curious and I'd walk over. But if she's playing like, you know, it's got moles on her face or, you know, <laughs> gross hair or is overweight, then I'm not going to talk to her, no. It's nice to see your standards. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she's rubbing her nipples. Okay. All right. Let's talk to Kim from Meriden, who I'm sure isn't rubbing her nipples right now. Kim, good morning. It's D. Hi, D. How are you? Good. How are you all? Uh, very good. So what did you learn today, Kim? Well, I learned today, it, it's kind of interesting, while most people stop, drop, and roll when confronted with fire, D, you choose to immediately start whacking your head at the first <laughs> burning human hair. I don't get it. That is I'm interesting. I'm not sure why you do that. but uh, well, I don't do it now. There was such a huge crop. I didn't know where the fire was, and, and I was afraid of going up in a puff of smoke. Well, I, I kind of pictured a different whack in your head, actually. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, I just got this weird, you know, vision. Kim. 
How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so dense, I wasn't getting that. Hold on a second. Oh, man. I, I You know, what I learned, you know, is what I learned last week. Again, from the shame of the city. And to me, it is just very interesting. Although I seem to get it, you know, don't take the, dog, the, the bowl of food away from the dog while he's eating. You always hear that. Nick... And Sean have, have been talking to people in bathrooms. And mind you, some people have gotten riled up and been uncomfortable. Told people they're smelling. Uh, what else was? I mean, you've done so many things, and the thing that has gotten the most, the worst reaction, the most hostile reaction, has been when you got in their face about how they were chewing their food or how they were eating. They really freaked out. I just think that is just so interesting. Human studies. I'm a peepologist, mm -hmm. Ben Lockwood. I know you are. I know that. I'm a doctor of the people. All right, Sean, read them and weep. What do we got? All right. Justin from Ansonia <laughs> learned that Nick can find another use for the brew as Nick Lentino, OBGYN. Eric from Waterbury mm. learned that if you're at the Grateful Dead show and you don't have any weed, the music sucks. Brad from Pleasant Valley learned that if the Wookiee farts at you, fear not. It means he likes you. Mm. And Kim from Meriden learned that while most people stop, drop, and roll when they're on fire, D, you choose to whack your head. <laughs> At first, that was so good, but now I know what she was talking about. That must have sounded a bit odd. I just start mm. whacking my head like a madman. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you thinking about? Uh, maybe mm, Brad or Kim, maybe. Yeah, I'm, we can't I'm, decide I'm, today. I'm thinking Kim. Okay, because she got me. <laughs> she got me. Kim, you got me. Awesome. And you're coming to the party, girlfriend. I can't believe so, it. I'm psyched. Yeah, it should be. It's going to be great. Hold on. We'll get your information. Uh, D-Day 2 next Friday. Kim's got an invitation all day today. Thank you, Brad, by the way, and Justin and Eric. Try, try again. All day today, each hour, through Carlito's show, we'll be giving away a pair of invitations to D-Day 2 next Friday, June 29th at Six Flags New England in Agawa, Massachusetts. We got to go. Just a reminder, your song parodies, if you're planning on doing one, you're working on one, be sure to get it postmarked by tomorrow at the end of the day. I don't know how the post offices are up here, but down on Long Island, it's like 5 o'clock or something like that. Sometimes if you take it right down to the office, you can get it down to you know the main post office. You can get it done later. Because we're talking about a great prize. We got three runners-up prizes with DVD players. And the grand prize is Sea-Doo GTS personal watercraft craft valued at over $8,000. And I want to thank Connecticut Power and Sport in New London, Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury, Midtown Kawasaki in Rocky Hill, New England Cycle Center in Hartford, New Haven Power Sports in New Haven, RER Motor City in Monroe, Westbrook Power Sports in Westbrook, Yamaha Kawasaki in Putnam, and Thayer's Marine in Norwich for providing the Sea-Doo. Okay. Cedar GTS personal watercraft. All right, so uh, get those things in there. We'll play another one tomorrow, and we'll be announcing the grand prize winner. By the way, four finalists will be invited to D-Day, and we will announce who's the big winner is at D-Day and play the final four tomorrow. D Sider Radio. What the hell's going on this weekend? Special edition entertainment news. Rob Dibble from ESPN's Dan Patrick Show will be calling in. And Mick Foley from the WWF is a superstar. He's going to be in town autographing uh, his new book, Foley is Good, at Walmart in Bristol, Connecticut, between 6 and 8 p.m. tomorrow night. 
asked if he could come by and hang out on the show for a while. He'll be hitting us about 8 o'clock. He's usually on time. And uh, he'll be hanging out with us for the second half of the show. So you definitely want to tune in tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have a great day, everybody. Will Cow's up next. And remember, he's got D-Day 2 invitations to give away. So you don't want to. You definitely want to stick around. See you tomorrow. We're not inclined to take it at this time.